Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every episode, Microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macro plot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these episodes in any order and skip any you don't enjoy. We are joined by Stella. Hi there. So Stella is a level 12 sorcerer, draconic bloodline. She is a hybrid between dragon and dark elf. Well, silver dragon and dark elf. She recently learned about the dark elf in another episode. That was a fun development. Um, she is albino, so she has very pale skin. She also has like interspersed with silver scales. Um, she's wearing she's wearing all black today, um, black and gold kind of. She's uh, she's wearing like this short black skirts with off the shoulder sleeves, um, a kind of a harness and um and thigh high boots and her her cape that she always wears her cloak is kind of like black lace she's also wearing a hat over her over her horns it's interesting look and um what else oh yeah she's about um six feet tall and has blue eyes and white hair that's stella misery hey i'm misery rhymes with misery um she is a eladrin elf and she is six feet tall and has pale blonde hair that sometimes looks just a little mossy green because she is from the between worlds between the fey realm and the normal realm um so she kind of hangs out in the misty edges of magic so she's very pale like mist she wears a lot of pale clothes like pale gray so that way she blends in um she is a level 12 beastmaster ranger and traveling with her as her companion is a wolf the size of a dog and Jade. Hello, I am Jade. I am using a character voice for Jade, who is a 52-year-old. Uh, you're not really sure what she is, but she's got red skin, black hair, completely black eyeballs like a horror movie villain, and horns on her head. She's a retired town guard with the city of Nicomoy, and currently a level 12 paladin Oath of the Crown. She is here with fire-breathing kittens because her wife has told her many times to be less at home now that she is retired, constantly around, constantly annoying her wife as she just tries to, like, make jewelry. No, I'm working. No, I'm working. No, I'm, I'm still working. So, she's here for an adventure. And an adventure you will find. A different start to the adventure, though. We will not be starting in a guild hall or anywhere particularly exciting. We will be starting somewhere relatively mundane. We're on the train, headed to Mishwi. So presumably the wolf the size of a dog is in some sort of carrying case because of course you can't have uh, animals on the train if they're not able to fit in some kind of container. So I would like you to describe that as I continue to panic. It is like... There's like a famous corgi thing on social media that like sticks its little paws out on the shoulder of its owner and rides the subway in New York. It's that, but like with a fluffy, fluffy wolf. So Aww. it's like a potato sack, but with a dog in it a little, with its head and paws out. A little wolfy <laughs> backpack. Excellent. <laughs> so you're all riding the train to Mishwi. And it's a particularly normal train ride. I mean, you guys are practically falling asleep listening to the chunk 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 of the train as you are riding along. It's about getting to the most exciting part of the trip, which is the tunnel. The uh, big, long tunnel that stretches for a significant distance 
filled with a couple lights and advertisements for local products. It's basically the only thing of note before you end up hitting the sights and sounds of your final stop. It is as you are in this tunnel, you notice the train begins to slow down. And eventually the train stops. Passengers are limited, but those that are on the train are looking around confused. Those that know of the fire-breathing kittens and may recognize you by your uh, tattoos and insignias are sort of looking to you with curious glances, trying to discern what exactly is going on. Yeah, Stella's going to pipe up and say, oh my god, did we take one of those party trains that has like spontaneous parties on it? I want in. Hey, Lenny, can you make me a drink? (laughs) And because she, she has like a, she has a, a companion, a halfling who um, who makes her drinks and buys drinks and you know just does everything for her. He's like an assistant slash knight slash a squire. I tried to say knave, but that's not quite the right term. But yeah, she just goes like, "Is this a, is this a party train?" <laughs> yeah, and Lenny immediately is like, "Okay, drinks it is." will rush to the drink cart of the train and attempt to uh, fix some beverages. This kind of eases the fear of some of the uh, some of the other travelers um, as they are now beginning to suspect that something a bit more lighthearted is afoot. Perception check. Sure. What are you trying to perceive? The vibe that she is getting is highway robbery. So she is... Um... Nizri is checking out windows and looking out for pickpockets. Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. This isn't a particularly hard one. Well, it's a night math. 18. It's an 18. 18. Oh, yeah. Um, You look outside the window. Do you have dark vision as well, by the way? I do. Yes, excellent. So you look outside the window you were trying to spot your usual near duels um rather curiously you don't see anybody blocking the end of the tunnel you can still see that light at the end of the tunnel what you do see is mighty mighty strange and that is the now lack of an engine to your train uh jade um no engine on the front of the train that's that's not normal, right? That's not normal. That would be the first time in 52 years that I've been in a train without an engine. I guess that explains why I'm not moving. And I, I guess I'm going to stand up and go into the hall after Lenny. But as I exit the... Are we in little carts? I don't know. Whatever. So as, as I like start to yeah, move... Yeah, you're in the say, individual like little train carts. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I say... Nisoli, would you like to investigate with me? Of course. Uh, should we bring Stella along or let her continue to entertain the people? Stella, one drink and then you join us? Uh, did, did, did Stella, did uh, Lenny return with her drink yet? Yeah, it's like as this at this moment, <laughs> Lenny is walking back with a drink that is like shaking furiously <laughs> in his hand as he's trying to maintain some level of composure as he has also realized what the situation is 
Oh, Lenny, wait, before you spill that, <laughs> just gonna, just gonna it's take just it. It's just shaking all over the place. Yep, you take it from and, him. And um, I'm gonna say, yeah, come with me. We're, we're gonna investigate this. It's okay. You can, you can just stay behind me. You know. <laughs> yep, I will. And I'm gonna take my drink with me and go with them to investigate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you've got a drink. Everybody's going out to investigate. Um, you guys are just sort of heading to the front of the train where the conductor normally would be. Yes. I think oh. I'm in the front because I have plate armor on and a shield. Uh, so I'm just going to be like, Nizali, I, I will uh, be all human shield. I'm not human, but yes. <laughs> the sentiment's the same. I appreciate it. Is there enough room for me to draw a short sword? Yeah, you can draw your weapons. Obviously, there's no, like, you've basically just got the five-foot corridor. You've got nothing, no room side to side. Um, but you can certainly walk in a straight line, and there's enough room for you guys to finagle out your weapons, should you desire. Sweet. I'm walking down the hallway, weapons drawn, and I'm also calling behind us. Everything's wonderful. <laughs> Trying not to let people panic. Roll a yeah, deception I'm, I'm gonna... check. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, can I can I give her advantage? Because I, I just think I want to do. Um, what I, I would you like to, to cast, do to give her advantage? I want to cast shape water and um and just like make this like uh this fish that's floating in the air, you know, using like yeah, I'm just gonna cast shape water and just have like this little distraction thingy. <laughs> this rather than advantage, fish. how about um, misery? You give me a deception check, and Stella, you give me a performance check. All right. Ooh, okay. Uh, what's my modifier? So that'll be a twenty-seven. Ooh, it's a and beautiful a fish. Twenty-two for deception. And a twenty-two. You notice all of these people that are like busting out the doors, looking around, like, "What is happening?" Fire-breathing kittens. Can you? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you just walk by and say everything is fine. Yeah, you yeah. walk by, say everything is fine, and immediately you see the look of panic on their faces begin to melt away to a face of uh, slightly concerned, slightly confused joy at the sight of this wandering <laughs> band of adventurers with weapons drawn, but more preoccupied with the giant floating waterfish that is trailing behind them. I, I just like give my wand a twirl. And um and and wink and uh, wink at misery. <laughs> I wink back. Oh yeah, with a twenty-seven in performance and a twenty-two in deception, you guys are doing this with flair and style. <laughs> so you make your way up to the front of the car. You open up the door to find. Roll perception checks, everybody. All right, perception. Okay, that'll be seventeen for me. Seventeen for Stella. I guess as I'm pulling the door open, it's just a 10 because the wood is right in front of my face. Mm -hmm. mm, we'll see. It was a nat 20 for a 24. So I can probably explain exactly how we got like a nat 20 and sorry, a 10 and then a nat 20, um, which is you go to open the door and step and you realize there is nothing underneath you. There is like <laughs> essentially what has happened is... And you notice it, Nizari, it looks like the front, the engine, has not unhooked and driven away. It looks like it's been ripped 
from the front of the car. There is no... The walkway ends right at the door. There is no nothing further on where there should be some connection between the two cars. It is empty space. So go ahead and roll Jade. Go ahead and for funsies, roll me a dexterity saving throw to not fall flat on your face. Okay. A 24. 24. Oh, yeah. You, 24, you do like a front flip. You're like, you're golden. <laughs> um, never have you seen someone trip with such grace and elegance. <laughs> Yay, aura of protection. <laughs> you land with uh, style and flair looking around in somewhat confusion as you swear there should be a floor there. Hmm. I just go, wow, Jade, I didn't know you did gymnastics. Oh, so many things about Jade that are just surprising. I don't do gymnastics and I just got lucky and I'm like, uh, yes, yes. It's like slipping on a banana pail and accidentally doing a backflip. Like, that's yeah. exactly what you just did. <laughs> so you guys see the scene, uh, this sort of, and it's pretty clean as well. I'll give you that on like a natural 20. It's not like, it, it doesn't look like some, I don't know how to describe this. You normally would not expect to see the front of a train gone, but as much as you don't expect one to see, expect to see one gone, you see a pretty clean divide between where the train ends and where the rest of the car should be. So, like, um, how many? How much of the train is missing? Like, how much of the train do we not see? Is it just like one car, or is it like half the train? Is there any it's way to just one that? car? Yeah. Oh, just one car. Yeah, hmm. it's just the. It's just where the conductor should be, um, and the engine of the train. That is all that is missing. The rest of the train is still there. You turn around and you see people beginning to meander out into the hallways. Um, though thankfully they are not causing any kind of rush or panic because they're distracted by the beautiful floating uh, watery fish <laughs> that drifts through the halls. I have a question for all you guys. So if, if we leave these people in the train, then the next train to come up will smash them into pieces. But if we guide them outside of the train, then whatever took the conductor might take them. What do you think we should do? Hmm. Oh, that's what I was trying to figure out. <laughs> All right, there are other trains. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's a good question, Jade. Jade and Stella, do any of you have some sort of magic where we could light, like, a lantern or something that can be like, red, stop? don't go and we could stop the trains from coming through if we go to both sides of the tunnels downside have to go to both sides of the tunnels might get eaten by whatever magic eaten our conductor and well, i will say uh, I, I believe actually, the tunnel is um or the train tracks there's uh train tracks for both ways so you would only need to stop one side of the train tracks mm. I see. Well, I actually do have something, but I'm trying to see how long it lasts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can summon a. Oh, it lasts up to an hour. Uh, I, I'm gonna say I might have something like I I can summon a I can summon a draconic spirit that can 
that will basically just stop in front of what it, like I'm pretty sure that if a train sees a dragon like or a spirit <laughs> dragon they'll it, it'll stop so yeah <laughs> that can work I, I can have it up for an hour though like do you know if the train's gonna come in the next hour that would give us a lot of time to work with yes please do that Sada. all right time to make this the party fish into a party dragon and then she's gonna step out all the way of the from from the um car so that she doesn't like so that her magic is not stopped by the by the train and basically she like lowers her head, head a bit like says a little incantation draconic and you see like her her horns they have these little like dragon carvings on them like magic just like a uh, white magic just flows out of those those horns and then like materialize into this um really big um metallic dragon that's like has scales of each metallic color mm-hmm. um and it just stands in the tunnel now and in my mind's eye this dragon is absolutely wearing like a orange safety vest <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. like I don't know. I don't know the extent of that power, but in my mind, it's just orange safety vest and a big old stop sign on a pole. <laughs> it's it's a fifth level spell. Whoa. Fifth level spell. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, yeah. Like it. I have like um. It's it's made of like brass and golden um scales, like the whole the safety vest. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably glowing. It's it's also, it's large, like large size. Ah. Yeah. So you've got this dragon summon, boom, this like now taking up most of the space of this uh, train tunnel, just looking down at you and going. <laughs> Hand gesture. <laughs> Hand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gesture, uh, how, shrug shoulders. How, how far are we into the, um, into the tunnel? You did not make it too far into the tunnel. It was almost a uh, roll and insight check for me. I'll say. Insight. Oh, hold on. That didn't... That's kind of cocked. Let me roll it again. Uh, seven. Seven. Um, you just know that you're not too far into the tunnel. So okay. it would be like, mm, let's say, what, 10 minute hike? Probably less time for that, for a dragon. Yeah, because it can, it can fly. It has a fly speed of 60 feet. Oh, yeah. So probably... Yeah, that dragon's making double time. That's probably only five minutes for the dragon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send it to, like, I'm trying to see if there's a limit to how long I can send, how far I can send it. I don't think that, yeah, no, it doesn't have a limit to where I can send it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just send it to the front of the tunnel, you know, so that any train coming will see it. Or also any baddies that will, um, that, that are coming are going to see it and hopefully fly away and hopefully go away in fear. <laughs> and I, I'm going to try to keep an eye on it, but I don't know if I, if I can. Yeah. Like, so I'll, I'll just be dragon. keeping an eye on it and the... And the now turned into a party train. <laughs> well, I'd say the safety vest makes it really easy to keep an eye on. Um, okay. As it just turns around and thump, 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 lumbers down the train tunnel <laughs> with stop sign in hand, ready to cease any incoming train movement uh, and whack any bad guys that may appear and cause problems. Stop right. in the name of party. <laughs> it's like a rave stop sign. It's just like constantly flashing different colors. Yes. I, I love that imagery. So I just kind of like wipe my hands and say, well, that takes care of that problem for now. Um, yeah. What, what should we do now? Should we look around and try to see if we can find what caused it or I don't know. 
Oh, I would like to cast a spell. What spell would you like to cast? Locate locate object. And okay. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, I was going to say, remind me what locate object does. Ah, the engine. That is smart. So for our uh, listeners, describe or name an object that is familiar to you. You sense the direction of the object's location as long as that object is within a thousand feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. So I can find something as long as I've seen it up close within 30 feet at least once. Yeah, I probably have seen the engine. I would Yeah, guess you saw the train in. pull up. Yep. So uh, describe to me sort of what this magic looks like as you're attempting to locate the train engine. Um, her magic, she kind of goes blurry, like you're looking through a fog cloud as she's sitting there concentrating. Um, and then her, like her eyes, she doesn't like sleep, but she like goes into a trance and kind of just, you know, like a flashback in a cartoon where they kind of go wavy, but not so like comically um and then when she finishes casting it she returns back to solidity yeah it's almost like a sort of shimmer in the air it's like an optical illusion a mirage that sort of passes over the form of misery and in a second your mind sort of darts out from your physical form heads through the tunnel turns south starts heading towards the uh the nearby forest and that's sort of where that magic begins to lose its clarity you gather it's about let's say in all the time that's passed probably like 200 feet south and continuing in that direction i turn to my companions the train is running away um, it's that way, and I point, and we're getting further and further behind, so we need to deal with the civilians, or leave them here, do what we need to do with them, and maybe get trunking, 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 trucking, get trucking, uh, or we're gonna lose it permanently. It's moving? Yeah, I can only tell that it's going in that direction, I can't tell why it's moving, so I mean, you know, could be giant a giant could be you know a god who knows yeah that's a good idea yes if a giant had ripped it off and was carrying it away that would also mean that the giant was moving away no true 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 which would imply that it really is a party train with nothing else to do except for get the civilians off the track and party until it is time to catch the next train which will be stopped by this dragon who's <laughs> yeah. standing very patiently at the end of the tunnel just like Waiting for another train to come on by, just sitting down. <laughs> okay, so let's get everybody off the train and prepare to get on the next one. All right. Perhaps we should have them catch the one in the opposite direction. Uh, is there any way for us to... It's okay. Getting them off the train is a good idea, now that we know that the danger is not here. Okay, so how do you go about getting everybody off of this train without... Starting a mass panic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was looking up the description for it is shape water, and it is not concentration, whereas some underconic spirit is. So, I mean, I, I have an idea. I, I'm just gonna say it like, hey, everyone, follow the party fish. <laughs> it's just a fish doing body rolls. 
<laughs> in, in the air, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I'm gonna try to, like, I guess, persuade people to come on out and party outside of the train. <laughs> the fish is moonwalking to the front of the train. Just go ahead and roll. Make this another... I don't know whether to make this a performance check or arcana check. I take whichever's better. Performance or arcana. Definitely performance. Go for it. Uh, 14. Sorry, yeah, 13. I rolled a 4. 14. Okay. Uh... You know, it's not the fish's best dance moves, but I'd say this manages to pique people's curiosity in a way that they weren't expecting and sufficiently distracts them from the fact that as they're exiting the front of the train, they're exiting where a, you know, coal shoveling conductor uh, should be stationed and should be going about his business. Can I do a quick push check to see if I can push the train at all? Because it's on wheels. I don't know. Can I push a train? I don't know. Let's find out. So, like, can I push it? <laughs> Let's, yeah, go ahead. Give me, give me an athletics check to see how much okay. you can push this train. Yeah. Hey, Jade has a plus eight in that. Player can't do wow. this, but let's see what Jade can do. Plus so eight. That's a yeah. 17 plus eight math time. 25? Is that math? 25. Okay, so you're not... This is this is like um, if you've ever seen strongman competitions, like where they're like pulling the truck or something like that, or pulling the plane. It's it's a marvelous feat of strength that you are pushing this thing at all. You get it to move about five feet. It's not with any speed or haste, but you get a standing ovation from the crowd that is gathering outside of the train okay all of you it's your turn we are going to push the train to the far end of the tunnel and we will make our way that way everyone who can push push (laughs) i hope i've inspired you (laughs) towards the far end of the tunnel or the start of the tunnel to the far end of the tunnel because we know the start of the tunnel has monster the far end of the tunnel might not Start of the tunnel has speeding train. Far mm-hmm. end of the tunnel might not. Oh, this is just the scene from SpongeBob with everybody pushing the <laughs> pushing the city away. Um, mm-hmm. Nizuri helps, like, starts to help push and lets the lets her wolf out. And anytime we're like one, two, three, push, you just hear a woof. <laughs> yes, that's <Mascot>. awesome. <laughs> Um, Stella would definitely hinder more than she would help. She has a strength score of eight. (laughs) So Mm. she's just going to be there cheering everyone on and having Lenny provide drinks. Because I guess people, people have a higher pain tolerance when they, when they're slightly drunk. So yeah. (laughs) It's true. I was going to suggest that you distract the small children until you said that. (laughs) I mean, I I I do that too. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say as well, the, the people that work in the drink car are like, there's like five like waiters and waitresses that are just deeply, deeply confused about like, <laughs> what I don't know if we can bring drinks out. I guess, I don't know. The train's gone. I guess that's the least of our concerns. Yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll bring some drinks. We'll, we'll, we'll go. <laughs> They're heading um, back yeah, into the car. Yeah, going to like... How how much gold is a drink usually? How much gold is a drink? Yeah, or like how much does oh. one cost? 
Oh, like max probably like a really nice bottle would cost something like 15 gold. Oh. But that's I mean, like that's like if you buy the now. whole bottle. Uh. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll just like I'll give them uh I'll, I'll give them like um 10 gold and be, and just say like hey, however many of these you can bring, however much how many however many like tasty but cheap drinks you can bring out you can bring out would be good. Oh yeah, definitely like if we're talking lower end drinks and smaller glasses, ten gold is plenty enough. You've paid for everybody to have two drinks. Oh perfect. That's exactly yeah. what she wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. So oh, you man, got if you get two drinks in a group, they're gonna start pushing a train whether or not you tell them to. <laughs> <laughs> So, you have an army of slightly inebriated travelers. And we are slowly moving to the far end of the tunnel. Furiously pushing a train. I'd say it was probably like... It would have to have been, you know, like... This is like normal travel hours. Let's say it's like 8 in the morning or something like that. When you guys left the train station. So, first of all, you've got everybody properly day drunk pushing a train (laughs) for like an hour so (laughs) just an just an hour of drinks and and constant effort and they've managed to get the train it's like they haven't gotten quite to the end of the tunnel but like there's enough light coming through that they're like this is good enough (laughs) but it's definitely within a sort of safe distance that if a train does need to make a sudden stop that it's not going to crash especially with the dragon outside waving them down it's going to have plenty of time to stop before crashing into the passenger train just left on the tracks all right you all did very good good job now is it the train is not in the way we can proceed to the end of the tunnel and everyone on the train would have felt real bad about getting pushed by anyone off the train so i think that would have convinced the last stragglers to get off right <laughs> yeah it, uh, uh roll for how bad they feel i don't know uh, uh, <laughs> what roll skill a, is that roll a persuasion check to guilt trip yes <laughs> persuasion check to guilt trip that happens to be my best skill, so that's a 15. Excellent. Yeah, on a, on a 15, the like last few, like the teenagers are like sheepishly getting <laughs> off the train, like, yeah, okay, whatever, I guess we'll go. It's not like we were doing anything anyway. They start graffitiing the outside of the tunnel. <laughs> oh, gosh. Teenagers. Can I guide everybody to the end of the tunnel? Now we're not pushing the train, we're just kind of like, I just want them out of the tunnel like to wait for because in a my fear is that in a collision situation like a fireball gets directed towards you through a tunnel so if the train got hit by another train and then exploded and we were all in the tunnel and then we didn't have any like air and a fireball consumed us that'd be my fault so i'm just being like tis the end of the tunnel definitely one that we will wait till for rescue Primarily concerned for the safety of the citizens, exactly as a town guard should be, you manage to direct everybody, even those that are a little bit less enthusiastic, probably a bit more enthusiastic about the fact that something just happened to the train and the fish doing body rolls. Um, (laughs) But you do manage to escort them to the end of the tunnel and uh, keep them a sufficient enough distance away that should anything go wrong um 
nobody should be in harm's way. Yeah, because I'll I'll just like um I'll say like yeah, listen to Jade, she's the coolest, and um mm. and and then like I'll like whisper to Jade, say yeah, it's, it's been about an hour, so that dragon I don't see it anymore. I think it disappeared. Oh, oh so, no, yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, go ahead and Stella roll a perception uh, check. All right, uh, that'll be a twenty-four. Cause I rolled a 24. nineteen. Yeah, so very faintly down the end of the tunnel, you can hear the like faint, faint screeching of brakes being applied. Oh, good. Uh, also, I I think that I think that we have company. I think the other train is here. I think I just heard it break, break though. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. So Nizalis, the question is, do we go to the other trains that is likely to have the uh, caboose loosened for them? by whatever took ours, potentially saving their lives, but losing our own? Or do we protect these innocent people by guiding them to the end of the tunnel? I'm sure the first train to stop will contact, you know, they have a conductor, so they can contact the train network people and let the oncoming trains know, yes, that we have a, a stop train. I do not know. What do you think, Nizoli? I think the other train will be fine if we get everybody out of the tunnel and and have them wait. I am still curious as to what carried off our our train, so we might be able to find some more information outside of the tunnel. Excellent point. And we all book it to the far end of the tunnel. Yeah. Looking for clues. Okay, so you guys are going to the end of the tunnel where you were pushing the train. Yeah, yeah. Or are you heading back the other way? Nope. (laughs) Okay. Not heading back the other way, heading everybody the rest of the way out the end of the tunnel making sure they're a safe distance. Other side of the mountain. Yep, other side of the mountain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so easy enough with your persuasion checks earlier, you're able to get everybody um, everybody to safety, so it's up to you guys what you would like to do. You have a train stopped at the end of the tunnel, you have a train stopped at the beginning of the tunnel, and you guys are sitting at the end of the tunnel. Where would you like to go from there? Is there any like signs of any like i Nizri's looking for like big footprints scorch marks big signs that something happened or was carried or because she's not sure if it's like big physical thing took our train or big magic thing took our train yeah go ahead and go ahead and roll me a survival check <laughs> The dice gods are smiling on me today. That's a 19. A 19. Jade, you look like you wanted to say something. I was just, that's a pretty ominous skill name in, in this particular situation. <laughs> Roll for survival. No, it's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, um, you're looking around, you're looking for trails, you're looking for anything supremely obvious. Uh, what area... Are you trying to look around? Are you looking at the end of this tunnel or are you going back into the tunnel? Yeah, so I'm looking like outside the entrance that we herded everybody towards to see like she's she's from the woods. She's like, this just might be something that's really big. So if it's really big and it picked up our stuff, it's got to leave footprints or some kind of sign that it's was here. On a 19, you do you don't pick up on anything that is coming uh around the you don't notice anything coming to and from the tunnel 
nothing inherently obvious that is like, ah, yes, the thing that walked off with the train. Um, but you are able to pick up on some of the other ambient life that appears to be existing in this area near the mountain, near the woods. Um, mainly a whole lot of horse tracks um, that are... And actually, go ahead and roll me an insight check. Ooh, dice gods have forsaken me. Um, <laughs> that is a nat one um, with pers- insight. That's a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you notice horse tracks. Uh, uh, before I alert my companions, are there any like squirrels or anything nearby? Oh, yeah, there's like, uh, yeah, there's a squirrel just chilling in a tree. It's like staring uh, ominously gonna, at everybody. I'm gonna cast are speak, to do. Oh, I'm going to cast speak with animals real fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. Which is on myself. And so you just hear like waver, waver, and then squeaks. And I'm asking the squirrel, uh, missing a train. Um, uh, I'll read the spell out real fast before I actually do that. You gain the mm-hmm. ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration, which is 10 minutes. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts could give you information about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within the past day. Um, so I'm just going to be like, hey, squirrel friend, uh, there's a bunch of horse tracks. Could you tell me where they're going, who they are? Do you see them often? Horse tracks. Yeah, I see a lot of horses, a lot of, a lot of people on horses coming around this area, causing a little bit of trouble. If you, uh, they'd normally, uh, gather around here, and then they head a little ways further southeast. I don't really follow them, because I try not to get shot. Sometimes they've got these pointy things, and they throw them at me. It's so cute. Oh That's not the character. That's the player. It's my favorite NPC. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh... Nisery turns around and waves at Stella and Jade and says, okay, so I found some horse tracks. Wasn't sure what they were going to do. And then my friend here, oh, I forgot to ask your name. What's your name, friend? Furiously Googles squirrel names, I guess. I don't know. I imagine for a squirrel, (laughs) it's probably like, that's a thing that like doesn't quite translate because it's just a series of like, you know, clicks and chitters and squirrel sounds that is ascribed to this particular squirrel. So it's probably something like, I don't know if the mic picked that up. I do that. I like chitter at you guys for the name. And then I say, he says that there is horses and they come here and they're not great because they try to kill him, which is really sad because he's adorable. And then they head in that direction and I point southeast. Is that the same direction that the engine was moving off to? The engine was headed directly south. So similar, but different. Slightly off. I'm going to say hi, and then I'm going to like um, use Minor Illusion to exactly imitate uh, Nazari's, <laughs> Nazari's voice <laughs> back at the squirrel <laughs> for its name. Thank you. And then, um, <laughs> and then I'm going to say, ah, interesting. So horse track, do you think someone could have just like cut the, 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 the train line or something and the train, the engine could have just kept on going? Do you think that's what could have happened? No. <laughs> I think they would have stopped. Unless the conductor was like, I'm free! <laughs> yeah, probably. You're right. Huh, interesting. <laughs> so that was heading south, and there's something southeast. Hmm. Just gonna, like, um, put her hands to her chin, just think, but she's got nothing. 
I'm just imagining a train conductor like, finally, my time has come. Just guns it as soon as, as, soon as the train is now. free. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks that perhaps something ripped it off with its giant hand and carried it south. Or magically bubbled it and floated the bubble south. I, I do not know why. You know, I do not collect conductor cars myself. You guys? Nah, just just bottles of like really good, um, really good whiskey. <laughs> she opens her portable fo- hole and, and a few bottles come out, and then she shoves them back in, except for one. <laughs> there is there is one passenger that has like definitely like some people have said like nah I don't want to drink and that person has gone I'll take it that is now staring. <laughs> Eyes glazed over at the one <laughs> bottle that you've got out. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you how much this is worth, but here, you can have it. <laughs> Just mage hands it over to him. Thank you. He <laughs> caresses the bottle. He's just holding it close to himself. Oh, I, I take out my blanket and my bedroll and all of my rations, and I leave it with these people. Mm-hmm. Right, guys? Yeah. I'm getting shrugs. It's it's conveying well over the mm. podcast. Okay. Um do you guys do it too? Oh, you wanted us to be charitable. <laughs> um I, I I don't carry a bedroll with me. Like I have an entertainer's pack. <laughs> I, oh I, I, I I usually like find somewhere to sleep that's not outside. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't really have a bedroll either. I sleep in trees. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So I am as I hand everything consumable and warming to I mean they they probably don't want a lot of the stuff that I have. I hand a high f- Oh wait. I put on a high visibility jacket. There we go. It casts the spell light when worn. Uh, yeah, I hand that to one of the people there. Oh wait, no, they'll get attacked by monsters in the middle of the night. Take this off at night. <laughs> Take this off at night. <laughs> okay. But, it's um, like 9.30 yeah. a.m. Just, you yeah. know, when this is happening. But Yeah, here's a mess kit. Here's some rations. Here's a... Uh, wow, I do not have very many useful things. Okay, a tinderbox. Torches. Yeah, you have ten torches. Okay, so you guys all good here. You know, uh, if someone comes by and they seem like they want to eat you like a dragon, I'd. And if they seem like they want to rescue you like the train authority, be rescued. Good luck. I'm going to, yes, party, we are going to head back to see about the stop train. Yes. Yeah, okay. and, um, and, and, yeah, like, the, the dragons that are, like, colored and not the ones that have metal scales, usually the metal scales ones are, are, are good. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Survival tips. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> you, like, walk away Stella, down the Stella tunnel. Kind of, Stella kind of blushes. She doesn't tell people that she's half dragon. <laughs> I was so desperately in my head trying to come up with a rhyme about dragon colors, but it's just not happening. Somebody else will do that eventually for me. Um, Mm -hmm. So which way are you guys headed? Are you guys heading back into the tunnel? Are we chasing the train or are we chasing the horses? I asked my party members. I think the train first because there's a whole other train of stopped people that perhaps need our help. Town guard mode. Yeah, should we maybe tell them what's going on? I mean, I can get... I can tell them if I get within 120 feet of them. I was going to say no, but I'm interested to see what this 120 feet thing is. 
just like Stella doesn't know what her spells do, but knows the, their, their range. <laughs> this could be fireball. It could be like a teleport. It could be a heal. I'm going to try it. I don't know, but it works at 120 feet, so. Um, Actually, that's oh, yeah. really in character, because do you remember your college life and how you graduated and your first few jobs and... <laughs> She tries not to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just but how? Okay, so DM, how long is this tunnel? This tunnel is. Um, so when the original train stopped, it was about 10 minutes back, and that was close to the beginning of the tunnel. I would say it would probably be a. 40 minute hike to get back to the start of the tunnel oh boy i was talking in terms of feet but that sounds like miles the dm is bad at spatial awareness so <laughs> sure yeah i, mean, I would say like it sounds like we do this math if we all move at 30 feet or 60 feet per six seconds right and everybody's yeah. taking how many the seconds action. in an hour okay oh, actually gosh. yeah i actually um if, if i summon another dragon um it can take the dash action and move at 120 feet and maybe can it's it's large size. Can it could it carry all of us? Do you think? I, I guess there's only one way to find out. <laughs> there are 400 rounds in 40 minutes, which makes sense because there's 10 rounds per minute. So I could have done that faster without a calculator. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, 400 rounds times 60. If we're just if we, if we're just walking, is um, 24,000 feet. Which is there's five thousand two hundred and eighty feet. It's half a Am mile. Am I making that up? So, so yeah, it's four point five miles. Oh, four point five. Wait. Oh, twenty four thousand feet. You said. Yeah. Not twenty four hundred. Oh yeah. Okay. So um. <laughs> so now we know how many feet it is. It's, okay, it's, you know what? Yeah, the dungeon master miles. knows how many feet it is. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it would be like, uh, I see. Um, I'm gonna be like, hey, you guys, have you guys ever ridden a dragon or wanted to try to? No to the first question, yes to the second one. <laughs> All right. So then I'm, I'm going to point to the passenger and, sa- and say, hey, remember what Jade said about like dragons wanting to eat? Well, here, here's one that won't eat you. And then she's going to summon another. <laughs> Immediately after we tell them. Hey, I mean, Jade was the one who said about dragons. <laughs> um, is this high visibility so gonna... vest dragon or is this a different dragon? High visibility vest dragon. <laughs> oh, safety dragon's back, baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> stop sign in its hand <laughs> the stop sign and everything using it like a walking and that's stick another, that's another fifth level slot does safety okay. dragon have a name oh safety dragon better uh, have a name stella safira <laughs> safira the safety Sephira, dragon yes safira the safety dragon lowers right. a wing so that you all may board board <laughs> Is that what the right terminology? Yeah, you got it. Sensei you board the dragon. <laughs> yeah. Hey kids, Sapphira here. Remember, only you can prevent fireball fires. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna hop on, and if my other, if my companions want to join, they may. I'm yeah, I would say. Yeah. A large creature, like maybe somebody is like kind of like has to hold on pretty tight at the like base of the tail. Um, but you're all able to like scooch onto this dragon 
and get carried. We'll go ahead and uh, fast travel on through. You guys arrive at the scene of a train stopped about probably like 600 feet away from the train that you guys left. And there is a conductor with a sending stone just like in her hand, like furiously communicating back and forth with somebody on the other line. Okay, so I, I'm going to like I'm gonna as soon as I get within 120 feet of of the um of the conductor, I'm going to cast message. So I point my finger toward a creature within range that is the conductor and whisper message. Uh so there's not the train's not is the train made of made of lead? <laughs> to my knowledge train's it's not, not gonna made work of lead. if Okay, perfect. That, that would be like and a lot of And the conductor's like standing outside, like <laughs> trying to look at the train in front, like giving it the once over. Uh, perfect. So I, I'm just going to give her the, me- the message. Um, oh yeah, the dragon's not going to eat you. Don't worry. We're just we're just some adventurers riding it to let you know what's going on. <laughs> First words so that- this conductor he- hears of the advancing group is, "Don't worry, this dragon's not going to eat you." <laughs> In your mind. <laughs> in in her mind. <laughs> you just, just see... waving, friend, like trying to do a friendly wave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just see this. This probably uh, this elven woman just stop, turn slowly in your direction, and then sees the giant advancing safety dragon with three passengers. <laughs> Send her another message. This is Sapphire, the safety dragon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm assuming we're going to get there and land. <laughs> this is conductor to station. I think I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> As you pull up to this uh, conductor who is one eyebrow fully raised. Would anybody like to explain why there's uh, just a train just sitting in the middle of the train tracks. I look to my companions. I look to Jade because she's the one with the official presence. <laughs> Gambled. <laughs> so uh, I say, the feral brazen kittens are investigating the case of a missing conductor car. We are worried that we have not apprehended the suspect as of yet. Please remain in the vehicle so that you are not in danger. Oh, yeah, and everyone else that was on the train is kind of stranded outside the train. We decided that it's safer than, like, them waiting inside the tunnel because, you know, tunnel effect. I, I don't know. It, like, Jade, you might know some more official terms for it, but yeah, we got a train full of stranded people and a missing train car. Conductor car. Yeah, so we've got a train full of missing people and also a whole train. If you could send somebody down here to take care of that, that would be really good. She puts the sending stone back in her pocket. So somebody should be along shortly. Can this train go in reverse? Yeah, the train can go in reverse. Train can back up. Okay, I recommend that you not be here, because we do not know what took the first car of our train, but it was ripped off as if by a giant's hands. Her eyes kind of go wide at that. The sending stone comes back out. Yeah, we think we might have a dragon on the loose. I'm going to send the train back to the station. And send one to pick up all of our passengers on the far side of the mountain. There should be another train coming in the opposite direction. Oh, good, yes. We're going to go find the culprit. And uh, I look at Nizari, because I don't actually locate objects. 
Can I cast it again? You certainly can. Again, that mirage effect takes over. And you see that the train car from where you are at is now just sort of... See, the range is 1,000 feet? Yes. 1,000 feet, probably sitting nice and pretty at 900 now. It's right at the end of that range. Is it moving? Currently not moving. Oh, good news, guys. It stopped. So we can uh, definitely go find it. It is about 900 feet away from us. So we might need to hustle while it's not moving just in case it starts moving. Because once it, you know, gets a little bit further, I ain't going to be able to find it. It was my, my issue with what you just said. You said it is not moving. And then you said this is good news. So to me, <laughs> these are not the same thing. Because if it's not moving, then the thing curling it is no longer curling it. I'm uh, very concerned that it is coming back for us. Uh, Trinker, start reversing like right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, like she's like climbing into the conductor seat. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do. Going to get it started. No worries. No problem. Absolutely. Everybody hang on tight. And the train starts <laughs> slowly, slowly reversing <laughs> backwards. You're waving. I agree. Goodbye. <laughs> you get to live. <laughs> <laughs> the party just waves. As the train reverses on out of there and gets to live to see another day. <laughs> Have a nice life. <laughs> Unfortunately for us, we are adventurers, so perhaps we should make a bunch of noise and draw it to us. What do you think? Uh, or we could just get back on Sapphire and, I don't know, look for it? Yes. Because, I mean, um, how, how long would I have left of this spell? It lasts an hour. It took you guys like 40 minutes to get back to the t start of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So I have like 15 minutes left. Yeah, we'll say it didn't take that long. Probably. So yeah, you've got 15 minutes. All right. So like after getting back to the front, right? Mm -hmm. Back to where the other passengers, the other stranded train is? Yep. Okay. So, so oh, we have 15 minutes before this, before I can't, like before the spirit's going to just dissolve and go into the atmosphere. So um, I don't know. Let's, let, let's just go up and look around, see what we can see. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Sapphira, Sapphira to, um, to fly upwards and I'm gonna do a perception check to see if I can see the train or anything around. Any flying thing, any large <laughs> thing, anything. Anything at all. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check. All right. Please don't fail me, Dice. And I'll oh, say good. with advantage because me. you are getting a dragon assist. All right. 23 and 12... Yeah, we'll, we'll take the 23. Um, yeah, 23 for perception. 23 for perception. 23 for perception. All right. So I'd say from this distance, you're not going to see anything. It's not like you just see train car, like just, just chilling because um, it's mm -hmm. pretty dense woods. You do see mm -hmm. with this height, you see the vaguest path that sort of makes its way through the woods of trees that are like slightly slightly parted you've got pretty good vision you can just begin to make out that pattern of like oh, i can kind of see the winding trail of something pretty big moving in that direction okay i'm gonna point it out to my companions <laughs> yeah so you've all got now an even clearer idea of the direction that 
the train independently of the rest of it. <laughs> uh, it was traveling through the woods. Um, I have something called primeval awareness. Mm-hmm. I'm going to expand a spell slot to focus on the forest below for a minute. And I'm going to sense whether the in within like six mile a six mile radius because forest happens to be my favorite terrain, so I vibe with the trees. Um, whether or not there are any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead in the area, it doesn't tell me their location. It doesn't tell me how many there are. It just gives me a quick vibe check of what we're walking into. I yeah, do I find s- two dragons, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, two pings for dragons. And then beyond that, mm, I'd say you probably get like one ping for an elemental, but it's the wrong direction. Cool. Uh, so there's two dragons. I'm assuming one of them is the one underneath us, but I don't know exactly where the other one is. Um, uh, you're looking at her. Because oh, okay. <laughs> so classifies as a dragon. That, that, that's her people humanoid and dragon. Says, yeah, I'm, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I'm half dragon. Yeah, what was that list again? Of what I sensed or what I could yeah. have sensed. Yeah, the list of stuff you could sense. Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fey, Fiends, and Undead. Yeah, you get another ping. Oh, are, are you, are you like, do you have Fiend under your, like, creature type? Oh, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, we're all pinging off here. Great. Excellent. Good work, team. Um, not helpful. Uh, there is also an Elemental hanging out down there, but I'm pretty sure it's probably friendly. It doesn't, it do, it's not a bad Elemental ping. Like, doesn't taste like sulfur, I guess I could say. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. <laughs> I, we're not running into one of those things. Yeah, and there are no dragons besides us. <laughs> so we'll be fine, right? We'll be fine. Yeah, so whatever it was, I guess, wasn't anything that you could sense with your magic? Yeah. Hmm. I'm just going to think for a second and say... Uh, well, what should we do with all these people that are that are stranded here? Eh, leave them. Yeah, they're all going to be rescued by the train from the other side of the mountain pretty soon. All right. So do you want to go and try to try to find the the train car then? Yes, that's what we are doing right now. All yes. right. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Sapphira to um to fly low, um above the tree line above until we can see uh the train. Or until that path ends, because she's going to follow that path. Going to follow the path. Gotcha. So. And I am, just to make mm-hmm. this known, I expect the thing that took the train car to be between us and the train car. Just like a, where my passive perception is. Gotcha. So you are, are keeping your eyes out along the path? Yes. I think that before. Yeah, so am I. Before mm-hmm. we reach the train car, we will encounter the cause of this. <laughs> Hey, you know, Stella, if we are uh, perhaps a uh, hundred feet above the tops of the trees, that feels slightly better. Uh, okay, sure. Um, how how much left do I? How much longer do I have in this of the spell? You would be on the dragon for the full fifteen minutes. Okay. So eventually, yeah. you would need to come down for a landing. Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't want to fall out of the sky. <laughs> Generally, that's not a not a great idea. <laughs> 
Okay, so Stella hasn't really been keeping time and is going to say, uh, maybe 50 feet above the tree line. I, I don't know how much longer this, uh, th th this dragon's going to last. I, I hope that it lasts before we find the thing. <laughs> so we're not dropped right on top of it. <laughs> so I'm going to make it go like 50 feet above the tree line. Just 50 feet. Just 50. <laughs> just 50. You know, just a casual 50. 50 is not a big fall. Hey, we, we can probably survive like, yeah, we can probably survive a 50 foot fall. <laughs> Level 12. <laughs> Level 12, everybody. Um. <laughs> Why are you all entering combat with five hit points? I don't know. <laughs> you know five D6s. That's it. That's what no worries to be. <laughs> yeah, so you start to get... You're, you're still following for the full five minutes, ten minutes, thirteen minutes... 14 minutes, 14 and a half minutes. I'll give you a chance if you want to land the dragon. Uh, I'll okay, I, I guess like, I, could f I could feel like the magic getting less and less stable. Sifira like, you guys can probably at see, some like, point um... is going to look back and go, I don't think I'm going to exist for very, very much longer. <laughs> okay, time to land, you say fire. <laughs> <laughs> as, as like it starts like kind of like you know like the technical glitches it kind of, that kind of tries to happen that mm -hmm. happens with Sapphira. <laughs> it's a little bit of the like the like double vision the red and the blue are just like sort of yep. glitching off <laughs> Sapphira is going to spend the next 30 seconds getting you guys to safety and contemplating the entirety of her existence and <laughs> before poof uh, disappearing under you guys and I'd say probably the last 10 feet but you guys are okay. You sort of tumble off of the dragon and see... Go ahead and everybody make perception checks for me. Ooh, eight. Nice. One plus one is two. Oh, I no. have advantage. Glad I had advantage. 23. 23, okay. Um, so you two, Jade and Stella, you hear something? What languages do you guys speak? Ah, you kind of out mean man now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, infernal, undercommon, and draconic. Okay. Ooh, uh, I speak draconic, common, elvish, undercommon, sylvan. Okay, so neither of you understand it. Um, I speak common, elvish, primordial, but I'm better at like earth primordial and passable at all the other elements. Gotcha. You you. Like, specialized in that dialect. Yes. You you hear the same thing that they're hearing. You two don't understand it, but Misery, you're picking up little bits of it. Like, occasionally a word comes through. Particularly words that pertain to the earth, to stone, to dirt, things of that nature. Um... Am I hearing them, like, tonally? Is it, like, evil earth, destroy earth? Or is it, like, tree huggers, save the earth? It's it, it's hard to say. You're just picking up a word every now and then in the, like, in the conversation. Or in the, in the dialogue that you were picking up. Um, so it's really hard to understand. You hear something, 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 stone... Something, 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 dirt. Um, guys, uh, we all hear the conversation, right? Like, don't know a lot, 
do know we're talking about earth and stone don't know more than that so we might be sneaky just sneaky just a little bit <laughs> just in case you know it's like destroy the earth boom or versus and if it's not and it's like somebody who's like we're gonna save the earth then we can unsneak but you can't re-sneak and unsneak um Okay. You're looking at me as you say this, right? In my plate armor? Uh-huh. Okay. I, I, I have coverage for this. I got you. I have you. Because is Jade looking a little panicked at the thought of sneaking? Yeah. <laughs> I have a disadvantage on stealth. Um, Jade. And if negatives. You don't, if you don't <laughs> mind a bit of magic. Um, and then I cast... Uh, you don't like outwardly say no to the magic, right? Oh no, I look desperate for it. <laughs> okay, um, Jade, uh, just come here for just a second. Um, I I move and I step on and crunch a very large log. <laughs> okay, I'll come to you. I'll come to you. Uh, and then I cast pass without a trace, so um, it lasts for one hour. Um, for its concentration, it lasts for one hour, so I've dropped everything else. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from me, masking you and your companions from detection. Um, so for the duration, everybody within 30 feet of me, which is my companions, have a plus 10 bonus to stealth, to dexterity stealth checks, and we can't be tracked except for by magical means. And a creature that receives this bonus leaves, and we don't leave any traces of our passing. Ooh, Perfect. We are sneaky McSneak Sneaks. And suddenly the sound of a World War II era tank is reduced to the tiny whine of a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So as you guys are making your way through the woods, following the sounds of this large kind of booming voice echoing through the trees, go ahead and give me stealth checks. All right. Ooh, nice. So 21 plus 10 is 31. Yes. Pass without a trace rules. Oh, also, I would have, I would have like, um, I would have had Lenny um, get on the dragon with me. So he's coming. Oh, that's right. Lenny's here too. <laughs> I'm going to roll stealth for him. I think it's like, oh, 18. It's oh, a plus zero. I, shoot. I probably need to roll stealth for the dog too, huh? Is it in the little front pack? Yes, it's in my little pack. I'll say if if the dog is in the pack, you don't have to roll for the dog. Okay, the dog is for sure in the pack because we were flying on a dragon. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, it's 25. Everybody looks at the plate armor. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so the thing about disadvantage is that first roll was an 18. So with a minus one and then a plus 10, that would have been like 27. So that's great. But then the second roll was a six. So that's a 15. I say to the DM convincingly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 15? <laughs> Let me check real fast. <laughs> Let me see what that... Let me see what that sweet, sweet passive perception is. Definitely better than the 5 it would have been without you, by the way, Misery. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not saying Misery picked up that spell because she knows Jade exists, but she might have picked up that <laughs> spell because Jade exists. <laughs> she walked into the guild hall and was like, ah, we must be sneaky. I will help that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Perfect. you all pretty effectively cover for the sounds of uh jade's <laughs> clinking and clanking um you manage to make your way through the woods without drawing 
any um, perceptible notice to yourself. And what you come upon in sort of a little bit of a clearing... <laughs> oh? Did you guys know there are animals in the woods? <laughs> Keep going. Oh, really? <laughs> animals in the woods? I never would have thought. <laughs> I've never seen such things. And I point to like a squirrel. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, a uh, deer. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> oh, Jade. Um, Someday I will take you out and show you all the animals. As Nizri is just like, they're there. Yes, they're very cool. <laughs> the two extremes. <laughs> you come oh upon a clearing in the woods, although it doesn't take a whole lot of perception and insight to figure out that this clearing probably wasn't always a clearing. In fact, it probably wasn't a clearing 10 minutes ago. You see a sight of like trees shoved over in a sort of radius outside of say it's like a 30 foot radius a 60 foot diameter of of just trees shoved over and you see standing in the clearing a massive massive form of a giant and i think that is where we should take our break about an hour and a half in so i don't know the bit that i'm supposed to say for the for the break Oh, I think I think we have a review. Oh boy, howdy. Um Oh. Yeah, so um <laughs> So we did get a review, a five-star review by the way, and like any review, if you would like to give us one, is going to be read on air. So, um thank you very much, Valendil Man, for your five-star review. And here's what it says. Enjoyable listening experience. The fire-breathing kittens make my workday go by significantly faster. Their rotating cast and rotating DMs bring something fresh and new to each episode. The standalone episodes are interesting and fun. It says stabbed alone, but I'll read it as standalone. And truly can be listened to in any order. This podcast is some quality D&D content. P.S. You should also listen to my show Vitamin Dice. It's good you should listen. So this, so yeah, a couple of uh, podcasts you could review and, and listen. <laughs> and you're not wrong about them being stabbed alone. Because, yeah, some of our episodes are Stabbed Alone. <laughs> We're about to be. <laughs> stabbed Alone is the name of this episode. Congratulations. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> we have been joined yeah, if, by... If you would like oh. your review to be read on air, then, um, then yeah, please do give us one. <laughs> We're just giggly messes over here. Um, oh, yeah. Just... Right? I just say we have been joined by... We have been joined by... Yeah. Stella. Hi everyone! Remember, not all dragons are evil. Look out for a safe fire with a safety dragon. Misery. Vibe check the forest, y'all. Safety first. And Jade. A bird. A deer. Whoa. <laughs> See you in a few minutes, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. This episode's shout-out is from Disability Preach, who says, quote, Congratulations on graduating, Sarah. We are very proud of you. Hope hearing this makes you smile. We love you. Signed, KD Drama. Aw, that was nice. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special day? We can wish them a happy message on your behalf. 
You can arrange for us to read your shout out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find ebooks, paperbacks, and hardcover novels based on our adventures on Amazon.com. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notepad with the Fire Breathing Kittens logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise our show, so the only way we can grow is if you tell someone about us. Is there an episode that would make that person smile? Tell them about it. Thank you. Welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. We are joined by Stella. Hi there. Nizri. Hello. And Jade. Did you know that there are sounds in the forest? I did not know this. Um, I will have one of you go ahead and do a quick recap. Let's have you guys roll a dice. Okay. And uh, we'll see three. who gets the closest to the number I rolled. One. Seventeen. I think three is probably the closest. I rolled a nine. So Stella, go for it. Take it away. All right. So last time before the break on Fire Breathing Kittens, we were all on a train headed to Mishwi. And suddenly, like when we came into a tunnel, the train stopped. And we were like, what was that about? So Stella decided to <laughs> calm the passengers by starting to throw a party. And um, and Nizuri was like, oh yeah, everything's fine. And we prevented mass panic, thankfully. And then when we tried to figure out what was, what was wrong, why the train was stopped, we found out that its engine car and conductor were completely missing. Just nowhere to be found. And it looks like it had been ripped off by some very big creature. Um, or anything, like something big. Anyways. So um, we decided to kind of protect the people who are on the train and prevent them from being like run over by another train that was coming. So, uh, so Stella um, summoned a draconic spirit to guard the entrance, and then um, oh yeah, after some like reassuring or reassuring people and giving them some drinks, getting them like slightly inebriated. Uh, Jade tried to push the train. She ended up pushing it five feet, which is awesome, just by herself, <laughs> a feat of pure strength. Um, and then she got everyone else to um, to join in and push the train pretty much the end of the tunnel, or almost the end of the tunnel, while the, the dragon was guarding the other entrance. And, um, oh yeah, the dragon was wearing a safety belt, by the way. Very important detail. So then once we were like, once the people were all out of the tunnel, um, Misery was like looking around and she couldn't really find anything any clues except for like hoof prints and um they were heading southeast but the train car was south when she cast locate on object on it so the other train uh came and we told them what was going on after it like stopped and stayed stopped for a while and then rode the dragon back to the people and then decided to um just like look for the the thing that stole the train car. And we managed to find a path through the through the forest, and we followed it, almost falling off the dragon that we were flying on. <laughs> and then we encountered a giant after hiking and um and misery helping Jade be a lot more sneaky. And so that is where we will pick up you guys arriving to a not so natural clearing in the forest with a 
massive shape of a giant standing before you. You are currently unnoticed, thanks to a clutch pass without a trace by Nizri. What would you guys like to do? Remind everybody to pre-roll some combat turns so that your dice are all prepared for when we get to your turn. Just in case. No particular reason. You and, know, if this is combat, yeah. you know, you know. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and uh, think of three title ideas by the end of this part, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, do we see the train car? You do not see the train car. I am going to attempt to hand signal that we should sneak around said giant and continue towards the train car. This is me nodding. <laughs> uh, yep, Stella's going to be like, okay, more sneaky? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead yeah, then and, and sneak. yeah, roll me another stealth check as you are going to sort of take the route around this unnatural clearing. Is past that a trace still up? Yes, it lasts for an hour. Perfect. Yeah. And, unless DM says we've been traveling for longer than an hour. No. You threw up past without a trace like when you heard the sounds coming from this direction. So, yeah, you've still got plenty of time on Pass Without a Trace. Okay, that'll be a um, dirty 20 plus 10, so 30 for me. Disadvantage. The first one was a 17 on the dice, and then the second one was, oh, thankfully, a 12. So that's 21. 33. 33. 21, 33. We're all... Oh, and I'm going to roll we're... for Lenny, too. <laughs> yes, that's right, Lenny. Favorite. We're also in my favorite train, um, DM, just in case uh, we, if we hit some, like, super thick forest, it mm. won't affect us because I am a ninja in the forest. Ooh. Yeah. That's great. And he, he rolled a 26, so he's not going <laughs> to... Lenny, who I keep forgetting is here, um, is with oh, us. Easy, we also have a wolf dog in a pouch. Yes. Can't ever forget that. No, those rolls are excellent. So you guys managed to deftly and nimbly make your way around the giant without being spotted at all. Uh, is there anything anybody would like to do while in this clearing? Or would you guys like to continue on your way south towards where you got the ping from the engine? Just going to like be uh, cautious, I guess. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to mess up the uh, the stealth. So, Yeah. <laughs> hand gesturing (laughs) like points at own eyes points far off in the distance like along the path shakes a hand side to side at ogre troll giant thing points at Stella mimes drinking a drink says no (laughs) (laughs) which was hand folded and fingers passing side by like side to side at neck level <laughs> um so she she just like uh goes into her like uh, portable hole and says <laughs> like like nods enthusiastically <laughs> head shaking face reddening <laughs> eyes widening no 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 move 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 if you Pointing. the listener are confused uh good news dungeon master also a little bit confused <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Stella, under her breath, never wanted to drink more in my life. <laughs> but she's, not right. gonna, she's not gonna do it. <laughs> so you guys continue on into the woods. 
go ahead and who is taking the lead on this leg of the journey? I think oh, it would be. Gosh, that's me, huh? <laughs> yeah. If you, if you want to be the human shield, yeah. Yep. I got a shield. <laughs> it's a very good one. <laughs> the humanoid shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and roll me a survival check. As you're attempting to continue to find and follow paths. 17 question mark? I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Oh yeah, there's a path. There's a path. It's fine. There is a path. It's not like you guys are completely in the forest on your own with no idea where you're going. I wish we were in the forest on our own. Right? Am I right? (laughs) Stabbed alone. Um... (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> you may forget, but I never forget. Um, yeah, with a 17, it's easy enough to find these sort of um, continue along this path of these trees knocked ever so slightly. You can find the broken branches. You can find the evidence of disturbance in the woods as you begin making your way further and further south. Go ahead and, um, Nizari and Stella, roll me perception checks as you guys are less focused on finding a path and simply observing the area around you. 15. 27. Ooh. 27. You're looking around, you notice... Not something, but a lack of something. You notice the sounds of wildlife as you begin making your way further and further south begin to grow more distant. Mm. Immediate heebie-jeebies. No good. Um, We're far enough away that the giant can't hear us, correct? Yeah, I'd say as long as you guys don't like yell. And you can still hear the sounds of the giant speaking. The giant is so loud, that'll probably drown out uh, any dialogue you guys have. Okay, I whisper to my companions, uh, guys, not not to worry you, but the forest is going quiet, and that's not normal. I know, oh. I know, sometimes we think it's normal, <laughs> but it's not. Hmm. Yeah, I guess now that you mention it, it sounds, it's eerily quiet, almost. So this is not normal? I mean, I feel no. like every time I go into the forest, it sounds like this. No, it's it's not normal. <laughs> um, it, in fact, is very abnormal if you're not carrying around, you know, a hundred pounds of metal on your body every day. Oh, I do that, yes. Yeah. Well, what could be causing it? I am not sure. Um, generally, predators, that's when a lot of prey goes quiet. Magic can also do that. General bad vibage also can do the same thing. And you hear a voice cut through the forest as you're saying that. Whatever do you think could be causing it out of those options? Hello, I am Jade. Nope. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, <laughs> the differences in reaction. <laughs> Panic. Big eyes, big eyes, and like, <laughs> nope, and out of there. And then be like, hello. <laughs> I, I, I hide I hide behind, uh, behind Jade. 
spell is too sober to be stupidly brave right now. <laughs> so she is a um, coward. <laughs> Hello. You can see us. We cannot see you. Do do I know where this voice is coming from? Yeah, go ahead and make a quick perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, it's a little bit hard to say. You guys are walking south right now. Sounds... It's a little bit echoey, but you guess probably somewhere a little bit to your east. Okay, so bad vibes and magic. Cool, not as fun as a monster. Darn it. You want to show your face? You guys, they can see us. Uh, Stella, you know they, they've been able to see us for a very long time. Might as well say I, yes? <laughs> it's like... How, how tall is Jade? <laughs> Stella's probably most likely taller. Five feet, eight inches. So you are taller than me and you were spotted before you hid, which I would like to point out again. <laughs> uh, okay. So she, she's going to she's gonna take her... Um, she, she's going to stand up because she's kind of like crouched behind Jade a bit because she's six feet tall and she also wears heels. Oh yeah, she, she's been wearing heels through the forest and sneaking. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> better than me. Rolling like 30s on those stealth checks, too. So, like, Pretty yeah, well. I mean, if, if she wasn't wearing heels, she wouldn't be so stealthy. <laughs> I mean, she, she's, she's experienced in, 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 uh, in getting out of places unseen <laughs> or unheard. Um, <clears throat> anyways, yeah, she's, she's going to pull out like a bottle of whiskey out of the, out of the pocket, pocket, just like take a few swigs and say, oh, hello there. I'm Stella. <laughs> What's your? Who are you? Um, disembodied voice. <laughs> are, are you hot? <laughs> if so, I'd like to meet Why you. Why did we get murdered in the woods? I don't know. Maybe because we flirted with the wood ghost. Yeah, well, still is. Hey, yeah, I'm about to offer it wine. <laughs> While those two are flirting and making friends, uh, I'm pulling out my bow and knocking an arrow just, like, to be ready. Hello there, Jade. Hello, Hello. there, Stella. Ooh, it knows my name. <laughs> Hi. And who might you be, nervous one? Okay, I'm hey, good. Uh, so good. don't, don't, uh, don't, uh, real names, uh, less, less of that, but, you know. Um... I can be your misery, or I could be friendly. Your choice. We are offering wine and whiskey just to describe the physical situation. Mm -hmm. It's just like, well, want a drink thing that knows our names? <laughs> our um, true names. But we don't know. <laughs> and a slight hint of violence. Hey, you guys, why did I pick hello? I am Jade as my catchphrase for the Fae season. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's okay like also what it has to do is like go into Nikamoy and see like a poster of me and they'll probably know why <laughs> yeah yeah you're a model at least you get something out of it just um <laughs> just like hey i already made a bargain with an arch fae it's it's fine <laughs> <laughs> this is fine and, and and i have a i have a demon soul just at the ready in case i in case i have to give it my soul <laughs> <laughs> we have spares <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> so many things. You look around and you hear this voice say, No, 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 not there. Up a little bit, up a little bit higher. Turn to the left. And you see a smoky gray 
slightly chunky, very happy looking cat. Oh, okay, we're good. Lounging on the branch of a tree. But the cat's just laying down, very relaxed. And it really does just look like a normal cat, right up until the point that it starts speaking very perfect common at you. A talking cat? You're looking for something in particular? I kind of like look at my companions for a second. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, has anyone stopped me? Nope. Nope. We are looking for a train car that we seem to have lost. It was on our train. <clears throat> so do you, do you happen to know where it is? Cat kind of stretches out on the branch. I might know a little bit about something. Train cars coming through the woods. Mm-hmm. What's your interest in the wandering trains? Mm, to find it, I guess, and the conductor who's probably missing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess a, a train needs its engine. Train's not the only thing that needs an engine. Mm hmm She looks at her companions just like, Well, what do you mean? <laughs> Does anyone know what this cat is talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Cat kind of begins to stand up and walk to the end of the branch before laying back down again. I'm still threatening it with my bow. That's why I'm letting Stella talk, because I do not trust this thing. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> well, I mean, what else needs an engine besides train? Th those, like, mechanical horses, I guess? Yeah. Are, are you making a mechanical horse? Must be a really big one. I mean, sounds like it would be cool. Can, can we can we see it? Can we see the mechanical horse? The gigantic mechanical horse? And she gets excited. See like a big Cheshire cat grin begin to spread along the face. Not a horse. You're all a bit weird, aren't you? I take offense to that, says the red-skinned, black-haired, completely black-eyed person. And then basically like the opposite us that we have like two people of the opposite aesthetics who are like very pale. Mm -hmm. Stella's wearing a lot of black. Um, she's just like, you want to get weird with us? <laughs> she um, holds up a bottle of um, of of, uh, of whiskey. It's just like, I wonder if you ever tried whiskey. It makes it makes you weird, but like a good kind of weird. <laughs> so you're a talking cat, but are you a drunk talking cat? The eyes sort of narrow, but the grin gets even wider. You have such, um, you have such interesting teeth. My, what big teeth you have. <laughs> the better to eat you with. I mean, honestly, like, can we pet it? Is it close enough? Because, cat. It's like about ten feet up. Can I pet you? I don't think you'd want to. I, I do want to. Yeah, I mean, you look very fluffy. I, I like I like petting fluffy things. Oh yeah, C can I pet your uh, your wolf, Nizari? He's very fluffy looking. Uh, yes, you can you can pet the dog. Um, however, cat, Sir Cat, her his cattedness. Tell us where the train went. Would you like some scratches? <laughs> Good cop, bad cop, drunk cop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm uh I'm petting the dog. While, while while drinking whiskey, I'm just like, I mean, this whiskey's going. You might want to get it before it's gone. <laughs> Say to the cat. Do you want us to do like persuasion checks or something? 
Let the dice kill us. I'm trying to get the cat You all drunk. are just being very weird to this cat, and I'm... I'm... Hey, me wanting to of... pet a cat is pretty normal. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, you find a talking cat in a forest, you don't trust it, and in general, you don't try to make friends. <laughs> or, or, or get it drunk. <laughs> I definitely would try to pet it, though. Let's be real. Like... The cat... What the cat is going to do is the cat is going to hop from one branch to another branch, climb its way, shimmy its way down the tree, and then begin walking to the south. You see, like, the fluffy tail just sort of, like, acting as a little flag. Hey, there goes the cat. Well, isn't it going in the direction that the, the train car is in? Let's follow it. And Stella goes to start following it. I follow and try to pet. <laughs> you run after the cat. And as you, uh, as the cat kind of like weaves within the trees, the cat like weaves behind one tree and then where it should continue, you, the cat just seemingly like disappears behind a tree, almost like a cartoon, like walks behind the pole, but like just does not continue. This is after about like just a couple minutes of following this cat. I'm like, it's a disappearing cat down i try to look around and see what i can see is there anything in the trees anything we've been surrounded by (laughs) you look around where the cat was up in the treetops go ahead and roll a perception check i got a 17 17 yeah you look down and you notice further south sitting in between like two bushes just sort of like the head visible, is just a big old dopey bear. Oh, look, a bear! Ah, uh, um, I mean, I want to pet that too. It's real. Jade, Stella, <laughs> as the responsible nature being in this party, do not pet the bear till we know the bear is not going to eat you. I'm wearing plate armor. It can't eat me. That very well may be, but it will dent your plate armor, and you might lose your sneaky skills. Okay, all right, because I like you, but <laughs> I'm telling I'm you, I'm not saying you can't pet can't the bear. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we wait to see if bear is friendly before we try to pet it. Okay. Yeah, I and mean, the bear... usually getting stuff drunk makes it friendlier, so I'm gonna try to get the bear drunk <laughs> if, if it'll if it'll accept the drinks. <laughs> scale of ridiculousness like no one here is making great decisions <laughs> which one's worse though i can't really tell <laughs> oh no <laughs> anyways we, we we had to word the bear i'm assuming yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> with various intentions yeah i'm holding off I'm not petting it but yeah it probably shouldn't be further than you <laughs> DM is like why? <laughs> so you all Misery approach the bear. Like, why? <laughs> in what order do you guys approach the bear? Let's be real. I'm, I'm probably leaning on Jade at this point. <laughs> okay, she's like three feet ahead of me, but just barely. I'm a proximity fighter, so as long as you're within ten feet of me, I can do like a whole page of effects to keep you from dying. Ooh, I'm I'm bringing up the rear, um, shaking my head and hoping the bear is friendly. Hello, I am Jade. And I am Stella. You want you want a drink? Bear kind of squints <laughs> yeah. at you guys. 
No, I'm not much looking for a drink right now. <laughs> uh, her reaction. Would you like some pets? No. Mm. Have you seen a Have you seen a train engine car by any chance? Yeah, um, I've it's seen like really the train big. car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Can you tell us where it went? Because we're looking for it. It was on our train. I just want to know, like, what you're all wanting to do with the train car. Mm, I have healing pearls, and I was going to prevent the conductor from dying. Or, if they died, I would preserve their body. Or, if they died fairly recently, I would bring them back to life. Or, if they are a barrel, I will chat with them and offer pets. Well, that's the that's the person. What about the car. What do you want to do with that? Eh, eh, Nizari, you're a ranger. Is this a sort of thing where we sink, like in the reef, we sink a boat so that the uh, reef can grow off of it, or our drink car is bad for forests? Well, coal is a natural resource, so we could leave it. But if it's in working order, we probably should take it back. Just, you know, since it doesn't belong in the woods, but if it's not working, we'll leave it. What do you want with the train? Yeah, Hiroki-san asking us what we want, but how about you guys? I would like to reduce the order of the world. So a train car in the forest is how you make things more chaotic? Yeah. That makes sense. The trains always run on time. So it could be irritating to someone who prefers chaos. Ah, I see. Hey, I mean, you and I have common goals, but my goal usually involves alcohol. I mean, well, my, my means to the same goal. Right, anyways. <laughs> well, can if... I do a history... Oh, oh, can I on. do a history check to see if I have... She's getting the vibe that... She's guessing. She's guessing now. We're not very smart, but we're guessing. Mm-hmm. Love it. That maybe the cat and the bear are the same or related <laughs> to, like, a deity in some way. Like, she's getting old forest god creature, like... Misery lives in the woods, right? Old forest guard, god creature vibes. So can I do a history check to see if I've run into someone similar before? I, I would say this would probably be more, this would probably be more of a nature check. Okay, nature, that works. <laughs> Not very good. I mean, it eh, could be better. 14. 14. There's something about the eyes that looks peculiar. You're not quite, Picking it up, maybe in a little bit of time, you'll start to put the pieces together. But there's something in those eyes that just looks a little bit like there's something a bit more going on there. Um, excuse us, uh, bear. Um, with love, we are probably going to be pulled around the forest. I don't know what's going on, but there's something going on. Have you looked at this thing's eyes? It's a little off. Just, just, just a little off. <laughs> have you, have you looked at my eyes? They are solid black. <laughs> if you look closely yes, into mine, you can, you can tell that they're dragon's eyes. That's why I usually wear sunglasses. But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, Nizari. I mean, it's, it's weird that animals talk. I mean, I, I've seen weirder things, but it's a bit weird that they're just in a forest chilling and talking, and they're, they're so like slow and, and wise and about it. I, I don't know. It's, yeah, there is something about them. This is a false bear I have spoken to. 
So, should we ask the bear the question that we know is going to probably end up taking us further into the woods? And then if he takes us to another animal, then we really know we're getting pulled along, right? (laughs) Sure. Are we off the path, DM? You guys have still been following the path. Huh. Are you sure? I cannot bet you. I mean, uh, perhaps you have some ticks or something I can assist. I have fingers. I have healing hands. You turn back to the bear, and the bear kind of just leans into one of the bushes. Okay, but I have healing hands, you know. They tell me they are very good. <laughs> and then you see this, like, intense rustling in the bushes that, like, goes for, like, ten seconds and then stops very suddenly. Do you guys think there was another bear there? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it probably, I mean, it probably just did the disappearing thing that the cat did. Uh, I guess we just keep on following the path? I don't know. It's as good as planned to me. <laughs> okay. I'm going to pet one of these animals. <laughs> and I'll, I'll try to help you, Jade, by getting them drunk or trying to, or at least offering <laughs> them a drink to show that we come in peace. <laughs> you continue walking through the woods, looking for these signs of damaged nature. Eventually, you find yourselves at the abandoned entrance to a mine. You can see it is very lightly boarded up, although some of those boards have... they're old. They've rotted away. Hmm. And from the top of that mine entrance, hanging by the tail, is a monkey. Well, I've heard of drunk monkeys before, so I wonder if this is one of them. Here, would you like to become a drunk monkey? <laughs> I offer him some whiskey. <laughs> the DM's face. You know what? Nezari's just gonna sit back and let this play out. She was go- <laughs> she she was gonna interfere, but uh, you know what? You know what? Go ahead. We Stella. are getting these animals turned. Let's go. <laughs> yes. What's the um, real meaning of party animals? <laughs> Oh, gosh, that's a great title idea. There we go. There's the (laughs) title, Party Animals. Not Stabbed Alone. Have we beaten that one out? Stabbed Alone Party Animals? I keep trying to get Stabbed Alone. You're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) The monkey sort of reaches down to... down. The monkey's hanging upside down, so it reaches to one of the boards, swings down a little bit, and then begins dangling by one arm sort of drops to the ground, cocks its head at you. Yeah, it's for you. I mean, it costs, like, probably 15 gold, but you can have it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I hold it out to the, <laughs> to the monkey. <laughs> monkey's going to walk up to, to you, and the monkey's going to reach its hand out. Yeah, I give the, I give the monkey the whiskey. <laughs> I am within 10 feet of her, just for battle ability purposes. Mm-hmm. But it's behind her, because I know nothing wants to be pet now. The monkey takes the bottle and darts back, opens the bottle, holds it up, and then turns it upside down. Oh, no! Party foul. Just that expensive (laughs) bottle of whiskey. Well, joke's on you. I had another one right here. (laughs) By the way, yeah, joke's on you that that wasn't mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember. 
drops the bottle, and the monkey stands, like, kind of unnaturally upright at this point. You all really came into the woods, and you're just looking to party. I'm always looking to party. I don't really vibe with party killers, you know? <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, fighting her natural horde instinct right now. <laughs> um, Stella does party any time, any day. Um... The rest of us are we're looking for a train, specifically the front of a train, and potentially the conductor, though I have a feeling he might be not alive at this point, but either way, we do need to get that train back so there's not more death on the tracks. But we're also getting some bad vibes, so could you just, like, be cool and tell us where the train car is and, like, not be all cryptic because we followed a cat and a bear, and I'm sure there's probably tigers and lions, oh my, all around. So, you know, pick a form, show us what we want. I like this one. I'll stick with this one for now. Ha! I was right. Not the cat? <laughs> Not the cat, no. I, I kind of profiled the cat myself. Oh. I'll stick with this one. I'll show you where the train is at. I do have a question about the time, uh, you know, uh, some of my spells, they work less good as more time has passed. Is the conductor currently deceased? Hmm. Not at the moment. Perfect. So well, for him, unless, unlike for this bottle, well, she's, she's just going to go and pick it up and say, oh, honey, we can, we can fill it with cheap beer and sell it for much higher, much more than it's worth. <laughs> that sounds like a good little bit of chaos. All right. So I'll show you where the train is. <laughs> is this one of those we've met a chaotic god and uh, like over chaotic at the chaotic god and the chaotic god rejects us? Because this is not the first game I've been in where we've done that. <laughs> you guys, the apple of discord where we met a god of chaos. And then we were like, why aren't you chaosing harder with us? And the god was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. Monkey kind of turns around and just begins sauntering down the cave into the mine. Follow me, follow me, if you want to find the train you're so obsessed with. Jade goes first. Jade goes first. And Stella's going to go after. Stella follows. And I will bring up the rear. Bring it up the rear. All right. You walk into the mine. It begins to snake a little bit. And just as you're beginning to lose the light outside... You're beginning to see light further on in the tunnel. And sort of this eerie fog begins to fill the area, become a little bit more yes. dense. Nezri is vibing with the fog. She's ready for fog. <laughs> and this monkey just wanders through. So I've heard two of your names. You're apparently Misery or your bad vibes or your... You never really clarified your name. Bad vibes work. Bad vibes. So we got Stella, we got bad vibes, we got Jade. Yes, Jade Roland. Mm -hmm. Jade Roland. My character has had no experience with Faye. Yeah, you can just call me Stella. I don't know what my last name is. Stella with no last name. I used to know. First name bad, <laughs> last name vibes. Argentine. Uh, I mean, I, I guess so. I, I haven't been there in such a long time, though. I haven't been home. I don't oh. know if I'm still considered an Argentine. Oh, man. That's... <laughs> That's kind of sad. That. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, drink to it. Definitely take some more drinks. You look like you need it. Yeah, I've, I've been to every bar and, and club in Nicomoy over the past few weeks. 
I was thinking this morning, but sure. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Begin to make your way uh, deeper into the cave, and you notice it opens up once more. Um, And it is a dense fog in here. I'm going to need perception checks from everybody to try and figure out what on earth is going on. Because there is a lot happening. 22. 22. 13. 13. E. 11. 11. Jade and Nisery, you walk into a room and you see this monkey walk up to a part of the room. It sort of becomes just a silhouette in the fog. You see it reach up and you see it flip a switch. And then suddenly lights get really, really bright in Lights from, like, floodlights at the top of this cave suddenly burst on, and you are momentarily kind of blinded by that. You hear all of these sounds, these mechanical, these engine sounds, this whirring, and it's coming from, like, all around you. It's echoing throughout the cave. It's a super disorienting experience. Stella, same thing you notice, but you kind of reach a little bit more clarity, a little bit faster than your companions do. And you can see what was once simply a cave has been turned into kind of a scientific laboratory. It's a like mechanics dream with all of the equipment that seems to have an unclear purpose other than continuing to fill this room with more fog and cause even more uh, disorientation. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it tracks. It's already been established that drunk Stella is super perceptive because she's, <laughs> she, she, she's less wrapped up in her own, in her own mess of a life and, and more in the moment. <laughs> so she's going to look around and say, oh, whoa, it's a, it's a lab over here. Are you guys making drugs? Hey, since I know about it, I should have some to cut. <laughs> you look around, like, you I sort of like walk up. Around. <laughs> you sort of walk up to one of the walls, um, and you see, as you get closer to one of the walls, you see maps sort of stuck in between the machinery on what little bit of bare cave there would be uh, mm-hmm. instead has a map of the local area stuck with a knife into the wall. Ooh, free knife. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to pick it up and then also uh, t- t- take the map and kind of look at it mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, you-, you seem like you'd be good with maps, uh, bad vibes. <laughs> Hands it to misery. I will point out the knife is like, it takes some wrenching and some strength in order to get it out. And Should it's I kind do of a as you. <laughs> no, you are able to get it out, and the map does okay. fall, and you're able to catch it, and it does kind of click in that moment that that knife was embedded about two inches into stone. Oh wow! Whoever whoever put this knife into the stone is a lot stronger than me. While she was doing all of her little map reading, equipment inventorying, drug seeking, <laughs> um. <laughs> I have a thing where I, it's called hide in plain sight and I can spend one minute creating camouflage for myself. Um, since her thing is fog, can I just like 
stop following them and just disappear. Sure. Yeah. So Stay go ahead like and ten feet of me if you can. <laughs> you get bonuses on all your saving throws. Okay. I'm just I'm trying to blend since since Nizari's whole thing is blending with fog. She's just gonna kind of, especially because she can't see. She's just gonna try to just drift away without being seen and. Even though the whatever work the monkey is is probably going to see her, she's just not too keen on on broadcasting her location at the moment. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen total. I think you you're probably still at the end of Pass Without a Trace if you've been holding concentration on that. Are you asking me to roll a stealth check for the hide in plain sight? Or are you asking me to just roll a stealth check after activating that? Um, for the hide in plain sight, I believe that's how that works, right? You roll a stealth check. Okay, so then, yep, so then it is 16. Okay, 16, and you're watching Stella or the monkey? I was watching the monkey and trying to fade out of their vision. I'm less worried about Stella finding me. The worst that's going to happen is she's going to offer me drugs or drinks, so. (laughs) (laughs) She's here going like, bad vibes, bad vibes, where are you? (laughs) I have a map for you. I guess no bad vibes around here. Good vibes only. (laughs) You watch the silhouette of this monkey as it begins walking to the other end. The part of the cave that is the most uh, drenched in light and also the densest amount of fog really makes this difficult to make out really anything going on in this area and as you're staring at this monkey you notice it begin to the silhouette changes it begins to expand out to a lumbering four-legged creature it shrinks back down to this fluffy lithe cat shrinks again to the silhouette of a tiny little squirrel Aw, I like that squirrel. Before expanding once more into a very, very large humanoid figure with these lanky, lanky limbs, probably standing 20 feet high, nearly scraping their head against the top of this cave, reaches up and places a giant hand on some piece of machinery in the back. Cool, cool, cool. Nature check? Question mark? <laughs> sure, go ahead and roll another nature check. <laughs> oh, that is so much better. Uh, 17. 17. I very immediately, and it's a very, like, pointed change that this creature is going through, going back through the creatures that it introduced itself to you as. Um... You kind of figure out what you were looking at in the eyes is those weren't bear eyes, those weren't cat's eyes, those weren't monkey eyes, those weren't squirrel eyes. Those eyes were staying the same no matter what shape this creature took. I go like, cool, cool, cool. This last, this last shape, though, looks pretty familiar, although a little bit different. It looks almost like the giant you saw in the woods earlier but it's even bigger, even lankier, a little skinnier, and it kind of moves 
with less of a lumbering motion and it's this more kind of shifting sketchy head down kind of seems to lead with the head when it approaches and it looks around with this curiosity at all of you guys and also this sort of defensiveness like it almost it looks like it's backed into a corner i'm going to pop up beside stella very obviously because i've had my bow out this whole time wave my bow like in the air like not in like a i'm gonna shoot you motion but in a like look i'm de-armed motion and put it on the ground and lift my hands and tell stella stella put the knife down oh i I wasn't gonna use it i'm not afraid with that kind of stuff okay um she's just gonna like uh slip it into her um into her like you know container um and she's gonna say oh that's that's a pretty cool shape you got going on there you see I- i'm learning how to shape change too and she- she's going to use uh alter self and make herself look similar to that but she probably can't make herself like that tall <laughs> yeah alter self i think you can only like you still have to be a medium creature yeah mm-hmm so you can get yourself probably up to like seven foot. Yeah, like up to the point where um where it stops being. I, I think large starts at ten feet by ten feet. Yeah, I guess okay. I can go like yeah, nine so feet you, tall. Nine feet tall. So you're about almost half the size of of this creature. Whoa, it's interesting being being this tall. <laughs> she kind of like looks still looks up at it. And it kind of cocks its head and looks down at you. So it's okay. As I said, if this is a drug operation, we're, we're not going to tell anyone. Just, you know, give me some of the gold and, and, I'll, and I'll keep my mouth shut. Because <laughs> that's what she thinks is going on here. <laughs> um, Jade and, and Nizri is speaking slowly, calmly, trying not to panic whatever this is. So definitely getting old creature of the woods very creeped out. It feels cornered, not like it's going to attack yet. You're a town guard. You've probably cornered some very scary, dangerous people and things. Suggestions? So is this a cat? I'm sorry. I just... Is this the same uh, creature? Yes. Then why did it's it forget us? Bet- um... I don't think it forgot us. I think it was messing with us or testing us in some way. Um, and apparently, it was also the squirrel, which is slightly disappointing. But it's a different note to deal with on another day with a different therapist. But for now, I am very worried about our chance of survival if this thing turns violent. It is huge. Eh, hello. I am Jade. And I'm still Stella. I mean, I don't know. I've been told that imitation's the biggest form of flattery. Ooh, look at these. These limbs are cool. And bad vibes, was it? It's now even worse vibes, but bad vibes works. See, the creature almost kind of shrinks a little bit. Not changing shape at all, but just sort of shrinks into itself. I'm just struggling to figure out what you all really are after. I would like to heal the conductor of the train who is currently missing and presumed injured. Possibly dead, I can heal that too. You want the conductor. What do you want, Stella? Uh, 
I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I just want a good time. I just wanna yeah, I just want a good time. And to do something so I don't have to think about things. I don't like thinking. And even worse vibes. I would like to leave here alive, preferably with the conductor, and preferably with the missing train, but honestly, the missing train, bottom of the priority pole. However, there is also a giant we passed on the way here, who I'm assuming belongs to you, or is your friend, and I would like them not to be stealing trains, if at all possible. So, I guess I will ask you, what do you want? What are your goals? Hopefully not the destruction of all the forests, because then that's not going to be great. No, I don't want the destruction of the forest. The forest has become a friend to me. You can have the conductor. That was that was an accident. I really just wanted the really just wanted the train. Oh, would you like more engines? I live in a very large city called Nikimui, and there are more engines there that I could arrange an agreement with you. I could facilitate the purchase of these engines. Who is it that you work for? Nulisag. Yeah, we're fire breathing kittens. And it this creature stares at you, Stella. I stare back, but also not in a threatening way. I'm just like... Moves over to a side of the cave, reaches at the wall, grabs something, pulls it down and looks. Crumples it up and tosses it to you. To me? In your direction. It sort of falls at your feet. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, like, bend down. I'm 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 still making, like, eye contact, but I'm going to bend over and pick it up. And and I'm still... I'm still shapeshifted as this creature. Because as I said, I'm practicing shapeshifting. <laughs> Your long, <laughs> so lanky limbs reach for it. As this creature, but like kind of smaller. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shapeshifted so as like I, the little I, brother. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so then you, I, I, uh, mm-hmm. I, I open it and look to see what it is. You open this paper and it is like scrawled over and over again. Different variations on like a kitten breathing fire and it's almost like like various attempts like it's uh sort of like oh were you trying to draw this and then i kind of like minor illusion um wait is my illusion concentration uh i think it is i'm going to like presentation a little um (laughs) a little figurine of what the tattoo looks like and hold it and hold it out in one of my long lanky arms it's like, is, is this what you're trying to do? Our tattoo looks like this, but it's but it's 3D. It's 2D instead of 3D. And the creature points at that. Kittens. <laughs> Bad vibes is like, nope. <laughs> do, do, do you not like five breathing kittens? <laughs> you're an organization. I mean, that's a bit of a, like, a, a stretch, but I, I guess so. Well, not very organized, I can say that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's where, like, they, they put up jobs, and then we choose to take them. If not, and then we just, you know, I don't know. Sells a discount at the bar. Yeah, they, we, we also have a bar, and so, sometimes I throw parties there. I see other people throwing parties there. So you're an organization, but you're not super. So you're interested in the conductor. You have access to engines... Yeah, and I mean, I have access to a large number of people if you need to, if you need to sell drugs, you know, I can get some good sales. (laughs) (laughs) That's still what Stella thinks is going on here. (laughs) 
and you and bad vibes are in totally different headspaces. <laughs> hey, uh, panic you, Stella. Stella's gone. <laughs> Stupidly brave Stella is here. <laughs> so, like, I... So, you basically, like, if, if I'm understanding things, um, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting around here that you want to destroy organization in general. Like, you, you took the train car to, um, to cause chaos, to disrupt order, uh, and, and you're against organizations. So, hmm, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. So you're like, you're an agent of chaos? Yes, there's organization all over. What do you know about the others? What, other fire-breathing kittens? Oh, no, no, no. I, mean, I, I know them. about the other fire-breathing kittens. Let me... <laughs> reaches to the wall, turns off the floodlights with a switch, flips another switch, and a wall on the left side lights up, and it is a conspiracy theory board. It is <gasps> pictures and red string. <laughs> it has your picture, Stella. It has your picture, Jade. It does not have your picture. Oh, is it the is it the one on the billboard that we still don't know? <laughs> uh, I'm on a billboard somewhere. It's an unsolved mystery and I'm still very curious. <laughs> Ooh, who's, who's, who's this pretty lady? Oh wait, it's me. I, I forgot how I look like for a second. <laughs> it's like a magazine cover of you. Rogue? It's pictures and then around it are like scribblings and drawings of like almost like police records of like if this is what a person looks like from this angle this is what a person might look like this is some of the attire that this person wears this is what this person looks like in profile it's like <laughs> mad scribblings of you and not just you but other fire breathing kittens as well namely all of the fire breathing kittens that have names associated elsewhere outside of the organization uh, okay, okay. Player actually thinks that was where this is going. Stella would not have access to that kind of knowledge, so Stella's just looking at that, saying, oh, "Is there like a giant fire-breathing kittens conspiracy going on?" Another <gasps> switch gets flipped, and another wall lights up. Is bad vibes on the board? Bad vibes is not on the board. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. <laughs> another title idea: bad vibes is not on the board. <laughs> bad vibes not on the board. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. Nizuri is just slowly, she's still worried, but she's interested in the fact that she is not on the board. Mm -hmm. Another switch gets flipped, another wall lights up, and you're seeing drawings and pictures of these unnatural creatures. These things from another world. Creatures with dragonfly wings being the common denomination between them another switch gets flipped more red string heading off into another direction and this just has scribbled on pieces of paper over and over and over again p-l-e-a-s-e -E. over and over and over again a little silent cheer from stella's player <laughs> <laughs> So these these creatures with dragonfly wings, uh, are they like familiar to Stella? 
yeah, I would say from your from your previous adventures, you would recognize these creatures um, as a problem that has been coming up more often lately. Ah, they're, they're the Ecking Flim. Yes. I see. So you want us to solve this Ecking Flim problem? I mean, you have you have a bunch of fire-breathing kittens on the board, you have Ecking Flim, and you have... You have please written on that. Couldn't you just have like asked us to do? Couldn't you just have like given us a job on the board? <laughs> I need to know that you're not a part of it. Part of what? Part of it. Part of it. Oh. And she's <laughs> like looking more and more strained and furious as they point. I- I'm not an Ekenblim. <laughs> so you go on DM. <laughs> and you're not please. Your kittens, your fire-breathing kittens, you're caught up in the middle of all of this, and I don't understand where you all fall. Um, if I may, <laughs> and Nizri steps forward and, like, sheds her jacket and, like, holds up her arm where currently, like, there's a fire-breathing kitten tattoo that's, like, surrounded by vines, and she just kind of sits for a second, like, she's concentrating, and that tattoo goes away and like a different guild's tattoo flashes up and she like flashes through like five different guilds before going back to fire breathing kittens. And she just kind of goes, I'm an independent contractor. I'm not caught up in this. You can tell me what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know either what's going on. I just know that like the I can blame are like, I don't know, they're they're kind of harmful from what I've gathered. I mean, yeah, they're definitely harmful. They kidnap people and they spread zombie dust. And I can explain my involvement, as my wife Alice is always telling me I am far too nosy for my own good. So yeah, if, if you if you know more than we do, care to explain what's going on? Because I'd like to know. You see this sort of like, it's like trying to piece together. It's frantic. There, there's a lot of emotions flashing across the face of this creature, just like strain and panic and fear and interest and and the creature just looks sort of helpless staring at all of you you three tiny people they're staring at you like you are gods that have set foot on earth hey you know if you want to be a kitty cat i can hold you and pet you and really show you that everything is going to be okay yeah and and if you want you could have a bottle of 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 my fine whiskey on me just don't pour it out again please (laughs) Oh, sorry, I, I didn't... I, I don't know. You don't seem to like that word. Yes, there's one thing we know at Fireblaze and Kittens. Life can be a little scary, but when you have friends, it's not as bad. Yeah, do, do you want us to be your friends? Go ahead and roll a collective group persuasion check. Alright, cool. Ooh, awesome. What's my modifier plus nine? That'll be a 25 for me. Imitation is the best form of flattery. 18. 24. 24. With those rolls, you see this creature just begin to, like, sort of melt into the wall that they're sitting in front of. Just the feet begin to kind of spread out. This creature kind of looks like, kind of young, kind of like a kid. Does it, does the creature look like a kid having a fit? Or like a depressed child? Or maybe a motherless child? Kind of like that, yeah. Uh, well, Jade's, she's determined not to adopt any more kids. 
you know, because they just went to college, really. Mm-hmm. But this one's all alone in the woods, and it, it, I mean, you saw the board. It looks like it needs some help. So, yeah, Jade puts her sword away and, like, sets the shield down and, like, you know, how does a person in armor, I get, whatever, I clank. I clank towards the depressed <laughs> cave kidnapper, and I'm like, so let's start out fast. First things first. If something's making you unhappy physically, I can fix it. I have a on ends, and I, I stop a few feet away from it. You know, I don't, like, go up to it, and I say, would you mm-hmm. like me to kill any diseases that you have? It makes life a lot better to not have gout or, you know, an ingrown toenail. Yes? My hand is outstretched. My sword is put away and my shield's over there. I've got one spot in my thumb that's been bothering me for a couple of weeks, if you want to go for that. <laughs> I expend five land hands to cure diseases and I have, what, uh, 60 hit points in my land hands pool. I give them a pat and like a, a, little, a little pat. And I heal them. I'll take another bottle if you've got it. <laughs> uh, Stella brings one out that's not half empty and gives it to you. All right, you can have it. You can even throw pour on the ground if you want. Just like if you do that, give it to me so I can empty it first. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? Um, here, I have one that's half empty. <laughs> you want you want to drink it or do you want to pour on the ground? You have earned privileges to half whiskey bottles, but not full whiskey bottles. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give them. I'll give them the half bottle, and then if they want more, I can give them another bottle. They're not gonna pour it out. <laughs> and even worse vibes. You're hardly a fire-breathing kitten. Uh, I'm new, and I do a little bit more jumping between places of work than most fire-breathing kittens. Oh yeah, my tattoo does not go away like else. That's a neat trick. You gotta show me that one. Giant reaches up, flips another switch. Fog kind of begins to settle, and a light lights up the back of the cave. And you see the conductor inside the train engine, um, looking very, very confused, um, tied up, mouth taped shut, just like tied to the engine of the train, which has been placed on eight spider legs. Ooh! So yeah, it wasn't a horse, indeed. <laughs> and by this time, Stella's probably like not used not used to this thing's um this this, this thing's weight. She's probably fallen at this point and then lost concentration. <laughs> so she's she's back to her like um regular self. Um, but this time she has this time she has a pair of wings. Still figure out shape changing. <laughs> and she just goes like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. So it's a spider. First, if I have any land hands left, I land hands and then cure wounds and then lesser restoration and then take the duct tape off and then give another hit point because you know that hurts. Yeah. Oh, obviously it stings like a mother. <laughs> take the duct tape off. The conductor, just a plain old human sitting there like, and I'm, I've had kids, and I know that they're okay as long as you tell them they're, they're okay. So, like, oh, that wasn't so bad, was it? You're fine. Tell the kid they're fine, and they're fine. <laughs> so I'm like, you're fine, to the conductor as I take the duct tape off. What is happening? No, shoo, 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 shoo. No, no. We figure that out later. Are you want to go home now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You look like you need a drink. <laughs> I want a drink. Hands him a full bottle of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
great. Okay. Um, while they're dealing with the conductor, I turn to the young whatever it is, and I go, so you never answered our question. What do you want? You can have the train. The train is fine. I don't care about it at this point. It looks so much cooler but now. It does. It really does. Uh, we, we tried to track it down. We just couldn't find it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Unsolved mystery. <laughs> but what do you want? What are you wanting to do? Can you tell me? You can trust me. I'm not necessarily... I am not as in deep as my companions, potentially. You can trust me. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. 16. I just wanted the power to have an effect. Well, call me affected. You've succeeded. Um... <laughs> Yeah, what effect? What power? What? Yeah, well, what power and what did you want it to affect? I see all of these organizations and I see what they're doing and I built a contraption to feel powerful in their faces, but I I don't know what I was doing. That's okay. Who does know what they're doing? Also, this is pretty cool stuff. I think now, you might have to get rid of the fog theatrics, because I don't actually know if they're allowed. We could maybe find you a job at one of these places building these really cool contraptions like you have. Oh. And then you can have the power to do good things. We do do good things sometimes. Eh, hey, I know a perfect company for you. It is called Aegis Industries from the episode Pop Fiction. Well, they are making things every day to make the world safer from the Ekimblem. Would that interest you? Competitive wages and benefits. <laughs> 401k. <laughs> Go ahead and Jade roll a persuasion check. Man, this character is so much better than all my other characters. Gonna have to figure out how to play high persuasion characters from now on forever. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. Just charisma casters from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's a 23. And I, yeah, I, yeah, that's it, Ev, a, uh, a baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like you'd be really good at baseball because, like, if, if, you, if you're the one who stuck the knife into the wall, you're gonna be really good at, at hitting the bat or at pitching. You're gonna throw some curveballs they never saw coming. Mm, those arms, you could be so good at throwing. Yeah. I actually threw the knife that stuck into the wall. <laughs> oh, no way, that was thrown? Whoa. That was... Yeah, you could enter, like, knife-throwing competitions. Yeah, you, you, could, you could make a lot of money from it, because people bet on this kind of stuff. Hey, if, if, you, if you want, I can set up a little betting <laughs> Stella, ring for Stella, you. Stella, Stella, Stella. <laughs> Down, Stella. Um, also, I'm right in assuming you're, you know, a teenager at least, I had a friend once who had a son and sent him to school. You could go to school, too, for whatever you wanted, potentially. I'm sure there's some kind of funds that we could find to send you to school. I currently have two children that are in school. It's very expensive. This is why I'm working for the families and kittens. But I could couple you as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, some schools will teach you stuff and some schools will teach you nothing except how to fail and then still and then still graduate. <laughs> Oh, also how to party. Yeah, I, I, I guess my school taught me how to party. <laughs> Creature kind of laughs. Kind of a sad laugh. You know, of all the things that I thought was going to happen today, the last thing I thought was that I was going to make three new friends. 
Ah, and I give you a hug. And like, I don't know if this is physically possible because you're large sized. Huge sized. I, I, I join in. Actually. <laughs> oh, wow. It's just like we, we each hug one of the legs. <laughs> well, they're sitting down right like, now. Like so, toddlers. so like you oh, have access to the torso. Okay. Well, actually, four new friends. Lenny, come on, join in. That's right. Lenny's <laughs> here too. <laughs> Lenny, who has been following around and definitely a part of this adventure, and the dungeon master did not forget. He's like three feet tall. Three feet tall. He's here. Oh, he has to be here. She owns this hole. If. If we're friends, I'll tell you my name. My name is actually Nizery. So now that we're friends, what do you want to do? Take your train back. I don't want a job. I just hear, if you go to the... And they get up and they they start pointing at like the different levers of the train. This one makes it go forward. This one makes it reverse. This one turns it... It's like tank controls. Oh, this is way too cool to go back on the train. Think of how bad this uh, caboose will feel when it is just driving a train and not eight legs around. We can't do that to it. I would say that we never have found it. Yeah, exactly. What's one more secret? Are you sure you do not want to build things for a living? You're so good at it. But whatever you want. Hey, you know, here is a... Uh, there's a map on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as if uh, everything kitten kittens killed, and it's like circled and has red string going to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to be on, I buy you one. You come visit, eh? Uh, we had out, guys. We're cool. Yes. And I like pick up the conductor and just like carry them. Fireman carry. Mm-hmm. Eh, <laughs> uh, what's your name, by the way? They called me Smiler. All right, Smiler. Well, you know, if you ever want a bill at the bar or for me to pay a tuition, I'll get you a job. You know where to find me. I mean, clearly. Yeah, good picture of me. Oh, can you figure out why I'm on the billboard? <laughs> okay, we out, guys? Sounds good. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, Smiler. Don't be a stranger. Smiler is going to stand up and just begin sort of trudging their way out the cave, leaving you with a giant mechanical chain spider. <laughs> and a very nervous conductor. Hey, do, do you want to make this into an, into a party spider? <laughs> do you want to ride the spider back? <laughs> nah, this is this is their spider. I don't know. We'll, we'll leave it for Smiler. But yeah, so I mean, true. Uh, Nizri, anything else you want to go before I head back? I look at the conductor and I go, the train just disappeared, just gone, just poof, and you got confused and got lost in the woods. Okay, we can go. All right, and and I guess I mean I I can you know I I can summon another one of those dragons. I, I neg the conductor, and I'm like, maybe you should not have been drunk on the job, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, here here's an empty bottle of whiskey that you totally drank. The conductor <laughs> now has one full bottle of whiskey it. and one empty bottle of whiskey, and is like <laughs> looking back and forth between all of you. <laughs> we followed the trail of bottles, yeah. <laughs> You see, there's a trail of them. It's from you. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> and, and then, like, um, I'm, I'm going to use, like, I'm going to use my sorcery points to, like, convert it into a fifth level spell slot and summon another, actually, no, I'll just do the sixth level spell slot to summon another dragon for us to ride back. Because, you know, we, yes. we, we ended up forgetting that we were, um, that we were looking for this train and we just hung out riding a dragon. 
and then eventually found the conductor, wandering around, confused and drunk. <laughs> so you, I assume it's like, it's the three of you riding on the dragon and, and what, the train conductor in the claws or something? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, then, and then Lenny and Nither Claw. <laughs> oh, Lenny and Another Claw, because Lenny's still here. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Never going to live that one down. That's going to be... Um, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> he's always next to Stella, and Stella draws so much attention to herself. <laughs> you guys fly... <laughs> You guys fly back to the train. The um, the rest of the travelers have been picked up by a train that was heading back to Nicomoy. Uh, darn it, we just made ourselves welcome. <laughs> you could wait with your like thumbs well, up mean, at the I, side I, I've, of I've the... Got, I've got another... I've, I've got another few spell slots I can make. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> we, we, we can ride the dragon for another hour. <laughs> okay, let's go to Mishri. And you guys... Head to Mishwi. <laughs> on on uh, Safira the safety dragon. <laughs> on Safira the safety dragon. Um, I'll be fully honest. I was not prepared for you all to just be very polite, aggressively friendly. I. I don't know. When I was putting this together, I was like, I was talking with people putting this together and they were like, yeah, you got to like really make sure that they're going to try and kill the giant. Like you got to really like, they're going to try and kill the giant. They're going to kind of kill the giant. So we got to like, make sure they don't like there's something. No, y'all didn't. <laughs> we just want, we still just wanted to party. Jane just wanted to pet the cat. And, and Misery was just like, I just want to find where these bad vibes are and not get killed. Yeah. <laughs> survive <laughs> so like uh here's i'll i'll go ahead and i'll take this little time after the adventure yeah. to sort of go over all of the things all of the things that i had prepped um, oh yes i love the epilogues the epilogue um the horse tracks were uh, a potential encounter where you guys could have run into some dandy highwaymen that would have been an option to point you in the like, would have been like, if you didn't just follow where the train was picked up and follow that path, if you guys wanted to go on a different path, I was like, I've got some dandy highwaymen here and they'll have a connection to the giant and they could come and either help you or hinder you. Um, that was a stone giant dreamwalker that was uh, chilling in the middle of the woods. That was an agent of Smiler. Uh, that was the person oh. that did the, uh, that ripped the train off the hinges and ran off with it. And man, I really, y'all, I was prepared for you guys to fight the train. There was a train fight I had prepped. Oh, that would have been cool. The train, the train was an enemy. <laughs> the train was an enemy. Smiler was going to just <laughs> like, was set the train off and be like, deuces, peace out. And then would have left you all to fight the train. But now you guys, I don't even know what to do for rewards because technically you failed the quest, but you have a train. <laughs> the reward was the friendship we made along the way. Exactly. That is the <laughs> it's true like, treasure. It's one of the, yeah. So yeah, you didn't, you didn't end up retrieving the train, but now you know where that train is. There's a spider train that exists in the world that might become a part of a future episode. There is also 
There's also a cloud giant. By the way, that was a cloud giant. Smiler was, um, who is now having an entire crisis about the fact that they were <laughs> trying to oppose all organizations, and then these absolute weirdos just showed up. <laughs> And yeah, you basically, you basically like you you chaosed the cha- the agent of chaos. Oh man! I was I like, mean, I was so set. I was like, you guys can't take this off the rails. I've I've foolproofed this. I'm like, I've got I've got plans. I got I know how you guys can. Literally, the one thing. And hey, to everybody that's a. Uh, uh, starting out as a dungeon master or whatever um yeah sometimes sometimes a battle doesn't have to be a battle sometimes the battle is just three weirdos and a cloud giant and now you have a now you have a spider tank another title idea three weirdos and a cloud giant and lenny and lenny lenny's there too suggestion just and lenny <laughs> lenny's there too yeah lenny's there too. <laughs> uh yeah i mean so stella came clo- came close to like one she wanted to fight for a second when when they like poured her bottle of whiskey up but then it was like no the horrid instincts are not gonna kick in that was especially fun that was great because you guys managed to avoid like two other encounters and not make the last encounter a combat encounter so that was an amazing game of dungeons and dragons where effectively you all did nothing it was incredible bravo oh my god bravo to you all i have run a train wreck yeah you you know when you're in a scary movie and you're like why don't they do those things I have run a train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm way too I'm way too used to my home groups, I think. I think I have to completely readjust <laughs> if I'm running to, for fire breathing kittens. I've gotta like I've gotta run with friendship in mind. That's what I've gotta do. Yay. Anyway, I suppose that's a that's a note that we'll close out this episode on. Yeah. <laughs> they will aggressively friendship your enemies. <laughs> they will aggressively friendship uh, yes. your enemies. Exactly, and and we haven't chosen a title yet. But hey, I mean, if you write us a review, your your um one typo in it might turn into a title. Idea. Your typo might turn into a title. Stabbed exactly. alone. <laughs> if y'all have been less friendly, that might have been a very appropriate title. But I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just used to running for murder hobos. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just used to running for crazy people. And then y'all are just too nice, too friendly. This is my first episode, running for the fire breathing kittens, and boy, was it an experience. We're crazy friendly. We'll close out the session there. Thank you for listening. You have been joined by Stella. Hi everyone. Uh. <laughs> That was fun. Remember, dragons aren't evil. Oh yeah, and here's Lenny. And oh, Lenny's there too. Him. <laughs> don't forget about Lenny. You were joined by Lenny. You were also joined by Misery. 
hey, bad vibes sometimes can turn into good vibes. <laughs> and finally, you are joined by Jade. As I'm on the dragon floating over the forest, I see a mountain lion and wonder if I can pet that. <laughs> I have been your dungeon master. Thank you for listening to the Fire Breathing Kittens. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. This is Time Pop, a podcast about time travel movies. Each episode, we take a deep dive into a time travel film and talk about all the insanity and madness that happens when you travel through time. Tell our new fans some of the episodes they could listen to right now. Okay. The Adjustment Bureau. See you yesterday. The Time Machine. Live, Die, Repeat. Primer. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Avengers With Endgame. many more time travel movies in our future. Join me, Ari. Scott. And Dez for Time Pop. Snyder's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters, and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our website at www.snydersreturn.squarespace.com.